What is going on, my fellow Schwoke Lords? What is up? It is your boy Sweezy, aka the Foreplay King, back at it again with the internet's worst podcast, the Schwedcast. Welcome. You're here. You are listening. You are watching. Uh, watching on YouTube, I feel is the best way this podcast now is going to be because uh, you get to experience everything in. 2D or 3D, depending on your uh, vision on that. But it's really exciting. I really enjoy doing the show. And today is no exception. Today I have Colin Miller of Miller in the Hunks on. We talk about music. We talk about life. We talk about our spirituality. We talk about all the cool things uh, as both of us being from the Midwest and different ends of the Midwest. So we have like different, uh, you know, different experiences from that. If you like this show, Hit that subscribe button, smash it, uh, gently tap it, uh, like this episode too on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, wherever you get your podcasts at, but YouTube would be really cool. We're still trying to grow that page, uh, and get that page kind of up and coming from everyone else who listens to the show. Uh, but if you want to support the show even further, uh, recently we have launched a Patreon page. Uh, Patreon allows you to support the show directly. And right now there is only one tier that is $5 a month. You get ad free episodes of the Schwedcast and being that because you're the sponsor, you don't have to listen to ads. It's just going to be straight through. You get to listen to the conversation, uh, how it was when we were talking and even do it unedited. So if there is any edits we have to do on the YouTube page, uh, or any other platform, uh, doesn't get edited out. So you get the full version of that, uh, over on Patreon, which is really cool and a really great perk, uh, for it. So please subscribe to the Patreon page. Be cool and support the show financially as the best way possible. Also a week Exactly from today, October 16th is the date. My new song, Oof, is coming out. Oof by Shweezy. So you got to say it with a little enthusiasm, like, oof, like, you know, the bad kind of way. That's kind of the way O-O-F is how you spell it. But uh, anyways, I was going to put the pre-save link in the description of this episode. Uh, but we, I am excited. I really like this song, and I have a couple other songs planned, and all these songs are super, I, I just like, really think all these songs are good uh i believe in myself and i believe that these songs are good and i'm gonna be a little cocky i do think they're good so uh hit that pre-save next week it will be out for the world and i'm really excited for everyone to get to hear it uh all out there and whatnot but yeah thank you so much for listening today uh i'm gonna go ahead and get on with my show with colin but also another reminder uh every mondays thir- and thursdays 7 p.m central standard time i Sweezy, am streaming video games over on twitch right now i'm going through luigi's mansion because it is a spooky season and with it being spooky uh you know going through luigi's mansion and uh doing ghost stuff i've never played the game before uh starting today when i record this i'm really excited to luigi's mansion 3 and i'm really excited so i'm not going to keep you all day here's my conversation with colin as my boy garth would say if this is truly a conversation then i say let the conversation begin (laughs) see i actually started uh was when we decided to when i decided to do uh the show on video uh I was like, I should probably lose some weight. So I've been like, like trying to lose weight to not be like this fat, pathetic fuck. Uh, oh no, you look very <laughs> handsome. Oh, well, thank you, but uh, yeah, no, I used to be pretty fat. Let me, let me, let me pull up the photo that was like, okay, I need to, <laughs> I need to lose some weight. Um, and it's uh, hard. It's, it's hard to lose the weight. It's really easy to pack it on. It's harder to lose. 
Um, I mean, I, I mean, I lost like I'm down like thirty ish pounds, kind of going up. Because I've just been kind of like giving up. You know, I'm like, oh, okay. I'm not meeting, I'm not meeting <laughs> women. So it's like not right now. And then right, and then the show, I'm like, they're only showing me the face up, and like my cheek. I have the fattest fucking cheeks in the world. <laughs> like, you know, when people say they're clapping cheeks, which typically means sex. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, for me, it actually just means breathing. I'm just e- I'm just eating. So, yeah. <laughs> so just like I'm not when I'm clapping cheeks, I'm just uh, so I have to like you know when I say that to people, like if I ever refer to clapping cheeks, uh, yeah. I'm referring to eating, not actually having sex with a woman. Yeah, uh, there's no coitus involved. Just it's just it's straight, straight. So yeah, this nasty. is this is me as Napoleon Dynamite for Halloween. Oh yeah, yeah. I was super what? fucking fat and. You look festively plump. God, yeah. Well, that's a. I don't know what that means, but yeah, you know, it's like you know, like Santa's fat, but you kind of like Santa, right? But, right. But Santa's like the one fat guy who could like be with any woman he wants. He could. He could. Because like that's why uh, Mrs. Claus is anorexic. Yep. Because like she has to you know make sure that uh, Santa's doing good. Got to make sure he's ready to give. You know. Yeah. But I think, and I also think he only works one day a year, so like. Yeah. Could probably lose some weight. He, yeah, he probably does a lot of chilling. Or, you know, that's probably a lot of planning. That's probably a lot of planning to do. He's sure. checking in on kids, making sure they're being nice. So, yeah. Not too naughty. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it's a weird concept. Like, he, he definitely knows. But then, like, people are upset they like, have to wear masks in public because the government's controlling them. Like, Santa's already, like, seeing everything you do <laughs> all the time. Yeah, we grew up with this. We know about like we controls. like if you think your privacy is being invaded, like Santa's already looking at you. He comes into your house. Like yeah, he comes into your house unannounced, yeah. and somehow like we're cool with it. Yeah, we let that one go. What was it Donald Glover had like a stand-up special? He's just like, oh yeah, the older you get, the more like messed up Santa is. It's just like, <laughs> so he comes into your house, eat your cookies. Yeah, I think I decided if I have kids, like. We're leaving Santa whiskey and uh Okay, yeah, yeah. It's like Santa's so trying to lose some Santa's trying to lose some weight. He's on that keto diet, so uh, uh we're gonna okay. leave him some uh maybe a plate of cheese and some whiskey. Yeah, yeah. But I will say though, winter is not a good time to try to lose some weight. I, I always go I, I pack on a few the holiday holiday times. I know. I don't like this is like I used to just eat whatever I wanted. Now I'm like trying to be a little self conscious, like maybe diet soda is like is yeah. like the best option but uh it was like so I, but my mom like her sweets game like she makes the best chocolate chip cookies hands oh, down no. and see that's and, when it's too hard they're surrounded if you're surrounded by them and i know what you're thinking no my mom makes the best chocolate chip cookies uh <laughs> no i can i guarantee you my mom makes the best so when i was in high school uh we'd have a we have like band. And so like every, I was in high school band. So like every, they made it like every grade had to bring like a different, like snack or drinks or plates or whatever, like yeah. you know, just a fair thing. And then somehow my age group always had like desserts and cookies and stuff like that. I don't know how that happened, but oh, yeah. it is legit. And, uh, I don't think that helped me lose any weight, like uh-huh. at all. Honestly, when people really skinny people, most of the time they're just cranky. They're just hungry at all times. So mm-hmm. I think it's overrated. 
That's why I think I like get one of those girlfriends. And I, I think that and I have to like walk on eggshells when I say this, like I want a skinny girlfriend, not because of like her appearance, it's because I know she won't eat a lot and I'll get like a meal and a half every time I go <laughs> to eat somewhere. There you go. Yeah. It's like, okay. it's, it's not like a selfish, I mean, it is a selfish thing, but it's not like a, like I'm judging her based on her appearance. It's just, I'm fat. No. And so strictly, strictly just to eat more. That's all. But as someone once, one, someone wiser than me once said, uh, if there's nothing to smack, he ain't a snack. Okay. And then. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, it's a good, it's a good saying for like, uh, Christmas and I don't know. Right. Right. I've actually, so. I had a cousin. He was the fat family member. Okay. And then, um, then he, I think he got diagnosed with like diabetes. And so he just lost a ton of weight just, you know, from the obvious okay. diet, diet change. Uh, he's still, <clears throat> he's doing good. So, I mean, he's skinny now, so I don't think we need to, okay. Don't feel sorry for him. And then, so that made me the fat member of the family. <laughs> and so Did you, you, you got bumped up there. Yeah. I got, I made, I made the fat one. And so what I'm thinking is my cousin had a kid. Well, she has two kids and I think okay. the boy, he spilled beer on me once. So I'm kind of like, I don't really trust him very much. Yeah. Uh, you know, even if he was like two, but, uh, I'm thinking <laughs> I'm just going to like figure out how to make him fat, like be the fat kid in like the family. Yeah. Yeah. And I think okay. I got some good strategies. Like I'm going to say, uh, Hey, his name's Porter. I think I can say that. Um, hey, I bet you can't eat this entire box of Little Debbie's. And he's like, I bet you I can. And so then he eats the right. whole bot, and that's like three million calories or whatever it is. There you go. I think I think you're really onto something here. Plus, you know, like everyone needs like a, an identity, you know. So you're just be, you're letting him be the the fat one. You're being a good uncle or second yeah. cousin or whatever. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's first cousin once removed, which sounds stupid. To say out loud, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Which actually I have like a lot of like first cousins once removed. Like my dad was, uh, so my dad was like an oopsie baby. So he's like sixteen years younger than my aunt. So I'm okay. an aunt who's basically my grandma. It's it's weird. And then so she had a kid at eighteen. So when my dad was like two, I legit have a cousin who's like two years younger than my dad. And then they eventually had kids at the same time. So I have like cousins that are like the same age as my dad. <laughs> Okay. It's so it's so weird. Like just yeah, well, that's it's okay. not like messed up family drama, but it's just like, yeah, this is a little weird. And then my mom's like she has two older sisters who are like a decent age above them. And then like she has also a sister, a younger sister. So like she was round two of the batch of kids. Okay. So I just round have two. like I have random cousins like my parents' age. Okay. So do you have a messed up family? Uh well. No, okay, I would say as far as families are concerned, ours is pretty, uh, you know, there's always weird family stuff, right? But, no, it's a, I mean, I don't know, pretty normal, pretty normal. Uh, So you're one of the lucky ones? I guess, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, no. But, uh, yeah, you don't have, like, a fat family (laughs) member? Well, every, I mean, we've, you know, we've all got, every family has the fat member. Yeah, mine just happens to be me. Uh, (laughs) But not for long, I I'm planning it out. Our family, I, I, honest to God, I'm super, you know, like, especially during holiday times, I hear about uh, people, you know, like, oh, I got to go hang out with family and stuff. And they're, you know, like they don't want to. And I, I absolutely love family time. We're, mm-hmm. all, we're all short and obnoxious and loud and we have a good time. So mm-hmm. my, I think, yeah, I have the, 
I don't mind my family anymore. I think when I was in high school or I was like super edgy or whatever, it was just, I had something in my ass or something. I don't, but, uh, but now Less it's like, advice. yeah, it's just teenage stuff. I think everyone now does they, that. Now they think I'm cool. Cause I live in Nashville and I yeah, talked yeah. and I met Shania Twain once. So they're like, ah, oh, you're super cool. I'm like, thanks. Yeah. You're in, you're in now. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, they think I'm cooler now. So they, I think they take me a little more seriously. My dad says okay. I just matured, but I don't, I don't believe that. I don't think I've matured at all. <laughs> I, yeah i've had the same mentality since i was about i don't know three <laughs> mm-hmm. you're just like well now i finally like you guys but i only see them like once a year maybe so it's like okay so if i had to see them all the time i'd probably hate them no yeah moderation is very important with stuff like that mm-hmm. but i learned like me and my i'm glad like with this quarantine stuff like me and my parents are like not living together because that would be bad I love my parents, but we're terrible roommates. Yeah, bad roommates. Don't want to wake I, up the roommates. It is one thing. It's just it is kind of weird. Just like you know, thinking like, you know, some people like can live with their parents, and then like some people are like, you know, I love my parents. I'm not living with them. Yeah, yeah. That's. Oh man, you know, I don't know. It's it would be hard to go back. Mm-hmm. But I stayed I stayed home till I was like 21. I think I I get along well with my parents and uh. Really, ever since, like, right after high school, I've just been, like, doing the music thing and, like, touring and stuff. So, you know, I, at that point in time, I was like, what's the point of getting an apartment? Uh, a lot of my time's going toward music, which doesn't exactly bring a lot of money. You know, I basically, I would have to work a lot to pay for it mm-hmm. or, you know, whatever. So, I stayed, I stayed money. I stayed home. I, it was good. Yeah, I mean, but when no, you're touring full-time, it's not too bad. I don't think now I could go back. Just, just I like my... Uh, I just like to do whatever I want to do whenever I want to do it, I guess. So I don't know. I, I enjoy pooping with the door open. Yeah. It's just, it's just like Eating a beef jerky. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, I, I live alone. So like my bathroom door never closes. And so okay. like yeah. occasionally I do like if someone's over and I have to close it. And I'm just like, man, it's really dusty back here. <laughs> well, let me tell you uh, today, today, actually, uh, probably about like six hours ago, I learned the, uh, I live here in East Nashville with uh, our guitarist, Alex, and then uh, one of our good friends, Elena. And today I learned the, um, well, I, the back of my underwear learned the uh, consequences of having one bathroom shared between three people. So I had a lot of coffee and it was time. It was time, but she was in there and I didn't quite make it. So I had someone once ask me like, oh, you shit your pants before? I'm like, yeah, I've shit my pants before. I'm not like, I've, it happens. And then, uh, and they're like, what was the story? I'm like, the story's always the same. You thought you farted right. and it was a poop. It took the gamble. Yeah, I like to, you know, I think, I don't, I don't think I've shit my pants in a long time, but I've definitely shit my butt. You know, I, it's I have like the, the, I like the scary squirts where like there might be on the underwear or might not. Yeah, you got to check. It's mm. important to check. Yeah. Um, and then like you check and it's dry and you're like, oh, thank God. Thank God. Just like, just move some sweat around. You're like, you check, you you catch it just in time. Yeah. Yeah. Got those, the clench there. That's very important. Those are, I take like a medication. Like it just makes you poop a lot. And I didn't know why I was pooping so much until one day I was like, picked it up at the pharmacy and they're just like, Oh, you know, the side effects is you poop a lot. Right. I'm like, Oh, I didn't know that, but that makes a lot more sense now. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You know, like one of those things your body does and you're like, well, this isn't causing me a lot of problems. So I'm just going to like live with it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then, like, I was just living with it, and it was funny if, like, you work a day job. It's like, hey, are you, are you doing all right? I'm like, nah. I'm just, I'm just going to the bathroom a lot. <laughs> so, 
But that's better than the alternative of not going very often, right? Well, I know here, like you get the hot chicken, and I'm like, you got to take a Metamucil after you like have it, oh, or yeah. else. I think one time I got like one level spicier than I usually do, and I was up every two hours that night. Like, Oof. like see, I I do the hot, and that's that's whew, that's enough. I've, I think I typically stick with mild, where okay. it's like it has a nice spice to it, but it's not like the flavor. Yes, yes. So it's weird to say like spicy is a flavor. Like it is with some things, though. I, I think. <laughs> but but I love it. I love it going in. I hate it going out. That's just oh the, yeah. That's never. Uh, that's always a little more brutal. And you never think about it going out until after it's gone in. And it's weird too. Like you, you, you like I don't do wings or like hot wings because I don't want that like. You know, I'll do like the chicken fingers or something, but it's usually like a four piece Nashville hot chicken finger thing. And it's usually yeah. like first two fingers. I'm like, this, this is nothing. It's and like, I'm, I like Frank's red hot is like the perfect level. Mm-hmm. And I think if you put the right amount of sriracha on something, like if you don't overdo it, just lightly put it on, like it's perfect too. Because sriracha will take over a, a meal. It will, and it, it actually it can get really spicy. I've I've definitely gone overboard with it and gone too yeah. much. Sriracha is pretty good. I haven't like used it in a while. It's just like I don't think of anything like I want to eat sriracha with ever. And then some people put on everything. Yeah, yeah. But well, I love. Uh, I think I figured out they sold it at Kroger's the Chipotle uh, Tabasco sauce. Oh yeah, that stuff Most is people- like my favorite. Most people just steal that from uh, Chipotle. <laughs> yeah, I have a. I don't. I don't know. I I grew up super Christian, so I was like, I I don't steal from people. I'm, yeah, I I I don't steal it. I will say that I've uh, fortunately, the last two houses I've lived in, we had a roommate that uh, that was, was good. That. Yeah, yeah. What's not so that I expensive? I was, at I was kind of secondhand stealing them in that sense, I guess, but. But it's it's good. It's like, but that's a weird thing when you get it to go because like, where um where are you gonna, what are you gonna do? Can I get like a little like container to like throw yeah, Tabasco like sauce in? Ramekin or something. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I've been to every Chipotle in Nashville, and I think yeah. I have opinions on all of them. Okay, I've so, I haven't been to one since I moved here. I don't think. Really? Okay. Wow. No, it's good. I like Chipotle. Yeah, there's, there's I, also I Baja down. Burrito, and that place is good too. You know, I don't actually, I don't think I've done any like really big burritos since I've moved here. To be honest, I've eaten a lot of. There's a lot of really good Mexican food around here, but yeah, I know that's like Mexican food here is like the sleeper of like good food here. Everyone's like, oh, hot chicken. I'm like, but Mexican food here is like, great. oh, it's phenomenal. Yeah, <clears throat> and the hot chicken, but the hot chicken, mm-hmm. I can only do it every like six months or so because it, yeah. I've I've recently been on a binge of uh, I think Party Foul is my favorite. Okay. So if anyone's gonna ask me for a suggestion, I always say Party Foul. I, I'm not gonna guarantee it's the best in Nashville because like people are like princes, they get mad at you know Hattie B's. But I'm like, I okay. think that's gonna be my choice because I've had all mm-hmm. of it. I've lived here a while. Okay, I've had I think I've had princes, Hattie B's. Uh, there's one right up the road for me called Slow Burn that I just tried. That one was really good. Oh, I think I saw that. I, I saw that yesterday. I was like, oh, that's a Casey Musgrave song. It was, uh, yeah, yeah, that was good. And then there was, oh, man, I forget the name of the restaurant. It was There was a restaurant in Five Points that is no longer there. I don't Rest think in it, peace, Five Points. 
the tornado, I don't think got it, but I think they just sold it or went out of business or something. But it was like, the name of the restaurant was like numbers or letters or, or well, numbers, I think. But they had good hot chicken, but they're not there anymore. So Yeah. Which is All weird, right. like a hot chicken business going out. Right, right. <clears throat> There's one near me called BJ's Hot Chicken, and it literally tastes like the ramen, like the spicy ramen, you know, packets, like the okay. seasoning. That's like what it like. They season that the chicken with that. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I mean, it's not bad, but it's kind of like, is this worth it? Different. Yeah, yeah. Actually, uh, my roommate Elena, uh, she makes some great spicy stuff. She just made, I forget the name of it, but she just made some authentic, um, Mexican, it was like a green chili something, and oh, it was good. But I'm still, I'm a little sniffly from it. But oh yeah, you just like you know, it's, just, it's like a white people yeah. thing. Like ah, spicy. Oh yeah, definitely. That, yeah, that I mayonnaise was pretty spicy. Yeah, like yes. That's why, uh, um, like white people don't drink as much Sprite as other races because like it's too spicy. It's like just spicy soda. It's too crispy. Too crispy mm. for us. Like, ooh, one of the McDonald's ones, like, that just hits you. I do. That's, like, my favorite. Like, if I had a, a couple too many beers the night before, I'll go to McDonald's and get a big Sprite and just slam it down. So I figured out they don't have it here, but uh, in, like, the Midwest where I used to live, uh, they had, like, Powerade at McDonald's. So if yeah. you're drinking a lot, you get that Powerade, and, like, you're set oh, for yeah. the next day. Where are you from in the Midwest? Um, so I lived in Kansas a good chunk, and then I went to okay. college and high school in Missouri. Okay, okay. So I'm from uh, Ohio. Okay, yeah, that's oh. that states for lovers. I've heard. Yes, from a specific yes. band. Yes, the that's Hawthorne why I, I haven't been to Ohio, but I'm guaranteeing I'm going to be singing that song the entire time. Yeah, yeah. We had a uh, yeah. Ohio has had, actually had some great bands like Hawthorne Heights, and then we had a lot of screamo bands come out of. Ohio. It's at Midwest Emo. Yeah, yeah. So, and then we had Twenty One Pilots. Um, I don't know. I don't know if there's any been like any huge like really like just like raw. I know we had a lot of screamo. We've had quite a few. I think like some of the big rappers. Out. Like I'm, I'm pretty sure I could be wrong. I think like MGK or one of those. Someone, one of those white rappers is from Ohio. Or I, I always call them all Machine Gun Kelly. If like, if you're a white rapper and you're not Eminem, like, you're Machine Gun uh, Kelly. Yeah, uh, you're Machine Gun Kelly. He was in uh, <laughs> Bird Box, that movie from forever ago. And oh, I was yeah, just yeah. like, it was, he was in it. And I was just like, ah, it's a Machine Gun Kelly lookalike. And I'm like, oh, that's actually Machine Gun Kelly. You know, so I like 90% of the time you're right. Like, if, it's, yeah, <laughs> if you think it's yeah. Machine Gun Kelly, it is Machine Gun Kelly. I thought he did good. And um, did you watch the. Uh, what was it called? The Dirt, the Motley Crue movie. No, but I, I need to check that out. If he's in uh, it. he played he plays Tommy Lee in it. I think he did a good job. Okay, yeah, I yeah. He's he's not someone like I critique, but it's just kind of like I don't want to listen to Machine Gun Kelly. Yeah, you know, yeah, no. you know, you say it like I don't think there's anything wrong. With, he's dating Megan Fox. That's just weird. He's got, yeah, he's got it right now. He just, he just put out like a, or is coming out. He did like a pop punk album with Travis Barker. Oh yeah. They did a cover of a misery business. Yeah. That one I didn't like as much, but there are singles they released from the album. I actually thought were pretty good. So I'm definitely going to give it a chance. Okay. I need to check that out, but, uh, yeah, I think I'll, listen, had, I'll listen to it. 
they had quite they had like all like the I think they had quite a few like features on it, like Burt McCracken of the used. You know, like they had like some of those good like like emo Okay, cool like, come in and feature on it. So I'll I'll definitely I'll check it out. I grew up loving all that type of stuff. So Oh yeah, I'm like I'm a big emo kid, so Yeah, me too. Me too. Okay, so so we're part of the same tribe. Yeah. So it's like you can tell other emo kids like we're we're together in this um, Yeah, yeah. In we this world. We're we're Midwest emo, so like we're yep. we're a different breed. Yeah, we're, we're not that su- the southern emo. Right, I've just right. I just recently learned there was a difference between like southern emo and like Midwest emo. I thought I'm like I thought we were all the same. So uh, we're probably we get less sun. True. You know, at least Ohio is very overcast. You know the I think the Midwest is too big because I feel like Ohio and Kansas are like two very distinct different locations. Yeah, I, I was kind of thinking the same thing. But it's like, you say, I'm like, oh, yeah, Ohio's the Midwest. And then, like, I feel like, no, it's not the Midwest. And then I'm like, no, it is. Like, geographically, it makes sense. So, yeah. like, but, like, and then, because, you know, Midwest people, we have good senses of humor. Uh, Southern people n- didn't have a sense of humor. So when you're funny <laughs> around them, they're like, this is cool. I like this guy. And then, yeah. like, East Coast <laughs> people are like... It's hard to make them laugh. See, I, I don't, uh, I, don't, I was, we, we went and did like a little East Coast tour, like just a little run. And um, I had heard that, you know, they're a little more blunt and a little more like rude and stuff out there. But I, when I, I my, in my circumstance, I disagree. They were all super friendly and really nice and everything. But I was totally expecting some of that New York, like, hey, I'm walking here. Nice thing about yeah, they're really good. Like if because I'm not one of the, one of those type of people who like wants to talk to people in public to, for no reason. Okay. So if you don't do that, like you, I can get along pretty fine. Yeah, yeah. I know it's definitely moving from Midwest down to here is. Oh yeah, people, do people think you're rude? Um, not necessarily. So I've kind of adapted to the South. Okay. I guess I've been told I'm bl- very blunt, which I am for sure. I, I I'd, think probably, I'd probably be a little rude. But. Midwest people can't. Well, I f- figure that out like when I go back to see my parents and then like I feel like the South, like we're a lot nicer to strangers, you know, you're just like yeah. just general Southern hospitality nice. And so like I'll like get food somewhere in like the Midwest, like I just stop there and like you talk to the cashiers, like have a nice day. And you like have this weird feeling that they're being rude to you. And so I'm just like. You know, like when someone's just being like abnormal to you, I'm like this isn't how you make a human interaction. You just yeah. like, you just like, and then I'm like, oh yeah, I'm in a different like geographical location now. Yeah, people, people are less happy here. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it is weird, but like yeah, the figured out Southern hospitality. Like when you walk by someone, they're like, hey brother, or something like that. Not most people must say, hey brother, brother. But, uh, Tim McGraw did to me once. That was really cool. That's cool. Yeah. I know. He's like, hey, bro. So okay. we're basically family now. So yeah, you guys are hanging out. I'm sure. Yeah, we're hanging out. Besides that one conversation, uh, yeah. but like you know, you like when you pass by someone, you just like acknowledge their existence if you mm-hmm. slightly make eye contact. Yeah, but like yeah, in the Midwest, you, you can just ignore someone. Yeah, you do. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yes, I guess also. So like, I I grew up like born and raised in a small town called Plain City, Ohio. Um, which the name does it justice, tiny little corn town. 
and then uh, we then I spent a lot of time in Columbus. Then we moved to Columbus, and I was that is that's an angry city. <laughs> yeah, it's, Ohio I've, has like so I've many metropolitan cities best, too. I've met some of the best people in the planet on the planet in Columbus, but as a whole, that is an angry city. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it's named after like a uh, guy who like committed genocide. So, yeah. <laughs> so like, yeah, maybe that has something to do. It's cursed, cursed land. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, like, weren't they thinking about changing it for a minute? They tried. They took down the statue. I mean, that's tried. That's good. Yeah. You know, I have no issue with the stat. I don't, I don't get people's issues with the taking down the statues. I don't I, think. Well, with the slave owners and like stuff like that, like, with the Confederate monuments, I feel like, in my sense, it's kind of like, oh, we're one. I feel like just let's take the stigma out of it. Um, it's like a country yeah. that declared war on the United States, right? And so, like, you shouldn't be celebrating, uh, like, you know, like we wouldn't put up a Saddam Hussein statue or like a Osama bin Laden statue in America. Like, uh, yeah, especially like at 9-11 or like ground zero. I mean, yeah. Th- yeah. We would never do that. <laughs> it's kind of, that's how I see it. Like, let's just take the the controversial thing out of it. Like, it's a country that, you know, tried to, that like attacked the United States. So it's like, it's a foreign country and like, you still right. think about it like like that literal terrorism <laughs> so that's where i say about it but i feel like i figured out a compromise where we take down the humans but lead the horses up because the horses did nothing wrong okay so the, okay you know that's yeah that's a good yeah meet the middle so leave the horses like we take that nathaniel bedford like him down but leave the horse up you know what i actually think yeah that's like a really good idea to be honest it's just like everyone wins like everyone yeah. gets I like to think of unnecessary compromises like that don't need to exist. Like children aren't allowed to be attractive until they turn 18. It's just not allowed. They're just not allowed to be attractive. Then like that solves everything. (laughs) That's the rule. Mm -hmm. So hearing that here first, I came up with that idea. Yeah, that's your idea. Yep. This episode of the Schwedcast is brought to you by Gamefly. Most of you are already aware of Gamefly, but for those of you who don't, it's the best video game rental subscription service for one low monthly fee. As a Twitch video game streamer myself, I know there are two types of game. One type is the game that you'll continue to go back to time and time again, like Breath of the Wild and Super Smash Brothers. And then there's those other games, you know, that you only play once and then never pick up again. And that is where Gamefly is perfect. Most games come in at around $60, and you know, these new AAA titles come in at $60. But with this link in the description of this episode, uh, your first two months will only be $10. I'm a subscriber myself, and uh, I played through Pokemon Sword, and I loved it so much that I wanted to keep that copy. And with just a click of a button, uh, and you just pay the little extra money, you get to keep the game that you rented from Gamefly. You don't even have to worry about anything else, and they'll go ahead and send you the next game. I'm excited for the month of October. I will be getting into Luigi's Mansion because that is a very spooky game and uh how that's halloween so it's the spooky season which i am super excited to play that game i already got it in the mail and i'm excited uh for once october kind of rolls around i can start playing that game and it's super fun and awesome i love gamefly i'm like i said i'm a subscriber myself but you can get your first two months for ten dollars you just got to use the link in the description of this episode and you know what start playing those games i had some other compromises but i cannot think of them well i guess i want if you 
you're trying a new drug for the first time, just take half to start. Okay. And then if you're, you're feeling it. But that's yeah, just that's more good. common sense than like an unnecessary compromise. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, a lot of that stuff takes a while to kick in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't want to overdo it. <laughs> yeah, and I know from personal experience that yeah. you shouldn't do that. Yes. Uh, yeah. Younger Colin was very a very curious cat, so I know as well. <laughs> well, there's like, you know, there's some drugs. I kind of feel like with cocaine, I'd be like, I'll try it once, you know. You know, I'm just like interested. Yeah, yeah there's like, you know, like I'm not at all interested, never was in like crack or like heroin. Not to, you know, hey, everyone does their own thing. That's totally, you know, not to, but I never had any interest in that. But, you know, young Colin definitely wanted to try shrooms, acid, mm-hmm. coke, all that stuff. So but, I know with like shrooms, like the psychedelics, I'm like, that will give me way too much anxiety. Okay. So it's like, I think, you know, you realize what you would be willing to try, what you won't be willing to try. You know, yeah. make some informed decisions, you know, study up at your local library. Uh, yeah. Just like decide what you want. Hey, you got any books on drugs here? Uh, yeah, yeah. It's for a friend. But no, like, yeah, I, I feel think, like uh, go through withdrawal on anything like that will make you not want to do a drug. Yeah. Or just go. I, I don't know. Yeah. A lot of that stuff. There's just such a. Uh, uh, I guess like I like I, I will tell I'm not afraid to admit that like I, I fell for it, like growing up. You know, like wanting to be in a band and all that stuff, and you look at all these rock stars and they were all doing all that crazy shit. It just made me think that I was supposed to do that as well. Mm-hmm. When really the hard, you know, when you watch these documentaries or you read these people's books and stuff, like the drugs did nothing but like either killed them or almost killed them. So I don't know why watching stuff like that makes you want to then do that, but that's, I don't know. Well, it was like a Super Size Me. That movie made me like, I was just like, we watched it. Like, Dude, my, that made me want McDonald's. I know. Just, I think that's just a, that's a fat guy thing right there. Man, I could really go for like a, some chicken yeah. nuggets right now. Yeah, we watched that in foods class in high school. And I think it took like two or three days. And I think like at least two or three days, I got McDonald's after school. Uh, I, I wanted it every day we watched it. I was just like, yeah. just keep going. <laughs> I want those golden fries. And I just wondered, why did I get so fat? And then yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> maybe I got rid of supersize me and that kind of pissed me off. But it's also probably smart marketing to yeah, remove but that. I, I don't know. Yeah, maybe, yeah, just get rid of it for a little bit. I feel like that's what a lot of things do. You get in trouble, you're on the spotlight. You just lay low for like one month. Because mm-hmm. the time of people to go after something online don't have the attention span of any longer than a month. Mm-hmm. So they just lay low and... You just come that right cancel back. Cancel culture. I well, I any Lederman, she's a comedian, she made up this thing where every time you, you say you're triggered, you say twiggered instead. Okay. And then <laughs> that way uh it sounds ridiculous just like you are being. Yes. Like yes. You know, if you're like just being just an idiot. Because like, you know, it's like if you even have like we're we both did music growing up, so we probably didn't like weren't the coolest kids. You probably were. You look like you were well off as a, a child. I mean, I had a good time. We had a good. We had a good time. We had did a you do like little... band in high school, or uh, I did not do band. I did. Uh, my parents had a deal with us, me and my brother, that if we did, if we did uh, two sports, they would pay for our car insurance. So I did track and cross country. That is a very Midwest thing. Yeah, my, yeah. My dad's actually a cross country coach at a college, so 
Okay. I know. You'd think I know a lot. You know, my mom's a track coach, and they both did. They were pretty good in college. Like, got scholarships and whatever. Oh, I so. was very, I was very okay. So you <laughs> did cross bad, country. So you good. were the long distance. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, my dad was the long distance. My mom was like the short and fast. Okay. That's how. That's one thing I know because they say they did cross country and track. Most likely did the long distance. Little life yeah. hack for you. But you probably know yeah. more than me for some reason. No, it was. I don't know. It was fun. I. I mean, you know, track and cross country were fun. The getting into shape was always terrible, but and, and good God, I haven't. I don't think I've ran any more than like one mile since high school. But <laughs> my dad, uh, he uh, so he's the track coach. At, it's like a small school, Missouri Truman State, and so uh, he like because you know like track, you can just like compete against any school, whatever you want, you know, mm-hmm. like it doesn't yeah. matter. So I guess he was playing against uh, Lipscomb and Treveca here, and okay. I don't know if playing is the right word, uh, and. And so, like, I was, like, so I was with him and my mom was there with him. And then, like, the cross-country team, we went on the bus to go eat somewhere. And then, like, we got off the bus and I look around at everyone, cross-country people. So, and I'm, yeah. like, and then it was so skinny, skinniest people alive. And then, like, my dad's yeah, grad normally assistant. Normally, like, the tall skinny is normally. Yeah, and then my dad's grad assistant, who's just, like, a thrower, who's ripped. Uh, okay. So, not the long distance, but he was an assistant. And I'm like, man, I am the fattest person in this group right now. <laughs> and it's hard I to make my dad laugh. Too. So, like, he, <laughs> he – I got got him to laugh. Yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. That's important. Now, and it's really – what else What else went on? I don't know. I, was, no, I went to that meet the next day, and I was, like, talking with my mom. And I was like, you know what? You want to make this a lot more fun if they could, like, fight each other while they ran? Yeah, yeah. And my mom's like, you know, it's a pretty noble sport, so I think fighting would kind of soften it. But I feel like it'd be a cool, like... Competitive cross-country could totally... Yeah. I, f- I feel like it wouldn't, like, be a popular sport, but, like, it's like the basketball, you know, when they have, like, the trampolines in there? Okay, yeah. So, you know, it's like kind of like that. It's kind of like a gimmicky sport. Yeah. But I'd watch it. Yeah, I would watch it. Yeah, I'm not really a big sports guy, but I would watch competitive cross country for sure. Yeah, sports are weird. I don't. I'm weird with sports. Like, I can't. It's hard for me to sit down and watch it on TV. But like, yeah, if, if you, like, if I go to a game of sports, I have a great time. But I, have, like, I have never, I have never sat down and watched a full game of sports. I can't <laughs> football. I cannot like in vary any form watch football and like especially on tv like yeah those sports commentators are the they're just you know people just say stupid things and we're just they want us to like appreciate it it's like they say the stupidest things in football and i don't know why they need commentators unless it's like on the radio like one guy i think we were watching like some georgia i think was playing well i was with my dad and the sportscaster was like, well, if they're going to want to make a touchdown, he's going to have to catch the ball with his hand. I'm like, did you really waste your breath right now to say that <laughs> sentence? Thank you. Thank you for that. Yes. And, <laughs> and so, like, they just say stupid things the entire game. Like, you don't need to be talking right now. You can just shut up and, like. Yeah, we are watching it. Yes. We're watching it. Unless, like, you're listening to it on the radio, we don't need to hear you talk right now. And a lot of them don't have, like, some of them have broadcast degrees or whatever, like, are qualified. And some of them are just, like, former athletes. And I don't think, like, the after-game interview is any good either. Right. Uh, Just, like, 
I'm not saying like anything bad about like these the, the athletes, but like pretty sure like doing interviews and like is not like their specialty. I think their specialty is like playing the sport. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so I just I like I'm like, OK. And like some of them are just like, whatever, like they're just half assing it. I'm like, which I would do if I was in their position. Yeah. Like like we I guess we do music. So I and I interview people. So like we can kind of talk to people. So we're a little bit trained most of the time. Some mm-hmm. people more than others. So like we know how to like talk and but like athletes don't. And then then they ask like coaches like. So, like, baseball, for example, is like, so what do you think you need to do next time to, you know, like, secure that victory? Well, we need to g- get more hits in, get on more bases, and just make more points. And, like, like that's all they say. And, like, there's only one strategy to, like, yeah. doing <laughs> better in a yeah. lot of sports. It's just, like, let's make more points than the other team. That's it. Like, that's there's, I mean, there's strategies in there. Like, maybe, like, let's focus on this because I think this will help us play better. But, like, at the end of it, like, they're always just saying, like, yeah, we got to make more hits and more runs. I'm like, yeah, we knew that. Yeah, thank you. Can we yeah. not? <laughs> I don't know. I guess yeah. I'm weird in, like, you should remember to, like, use your words, like, to actually mean something. Yeah, while, while there's, like, a lot of the world looking at you. Mm-hmm. Where I don't, like, I'm very weird. I don't give compliments unless I actually feel like it deserves being complimented, which makes yeah. me seem like an asshole to all my friends. So there's a trade-off there. But, like, I okay. actually do, I actually kind of want it, like, when I give you a compliment on something, like, if you do some good music or whatever, like, I want it to actually mean something to you. Like, right. I want th- those words to actually mean something. Yes. So Yeah, that's, okay. When I said, like, you know, my friends have said I'm rude or something. For for example, those, um, I was at, like, a gathering, and I was talking with this dude, and his band was about to release a single, but it wasn't out yet, and so was my band. So we sent, we emailed each other our singles, and we're going to listen to them and, uh, like, you know, tell each other what we thought about it. Mm-hmm. But then, like, next weekend, I just forgot just didn't i just didn't listen to a song i just forgot to then i saw him next weekend he's like hey man i checked out your single and i really liked it and i was like oh thanks dude i'm I'm gonna be totally honest i I haven't checked yours out yet but but, uh everyone was like that was so rude i'm like what was i supposed to lie to the guy i don't know what i'm supposed to do that's that's great oh thanks man i like the compliment i haven't listened to your song yet (laughs) i was just i did i didn't want to like lie to the man or i don't know yeah i mean like that yeah you kind of got caught like um one time, like, I guess me and Travis Rhett is his name. Like, we, I, we got our haircut at the same place, mm-hmm. apparently. And so it was, it was something like, should I go up and talk to him? And I was like, I don't know any of his songs. And so I don't want to I'm not back- even sure who that is. It's a country artist. Um, okay. He's not, I don't think he's that bad. I just don't, I'm not that into country. Um, so I just I thought it'd be funny, like like why don't you go talk to him? I'm like, well, I don't listen to any of his music, so eventually it's gonna get catch up to me. Oh, I haven't listened to any of your songs, but I recognize you. But yeah. I know who you are <laughs> as a person because you're on a billboard. I see. Yeah. Okay. And so it's just like, nah, I'm not gonna talk to him because that'll make me look like an asshole. Yeah. And that's, that, well, that's okay. I honestly, I think sometimes you know if it's if it's a famous person that does get bothered. They, it would probably really actually be nice for them to talk to people that don't know who they are. But I guess you knew who they were. You I knew who it was. I just didn't listen to his music. Okay, okay. There was a time I was walking into um, I was walking into Guitar Center, 
And I, I get out of my car and I walk in and I should have, I should have put two and two together, but I just, I had no idea, but I, I, I get out and this big dude gets out of his car with another dude next to him. And he's like this long haired dude. And there's this big line going into guitar center. I'm like, do you have any idea what's like, what's going on here today or something? And he was like, oh, I think it's uh, like, it's like a meet and greet going on in there. And I'm like, oh, who? Yeah, he said the name, and I was like, I don't even know who that is. And he was like, oh, it's the guitar player for, uh, I think it was Megadeth, I think. I was like, oh, no, no, I have no idea. That's that's cool he's going to be in there, though. And the guy was like, yeah, yeah, that's why I'm here. I was like, oh, cool. So <laughs> we both walk in, and then he goes, he walks straight back and goes and sits behind the table and starts signing shit. I'm like, oh, oh that's who I was talking to. Like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's perfect, man. I don't know who that is. Is he any good? Yeah. Yeah, I'm glad I didn't say, like, oh, that guy sucks or something like that. But I'm always worried about, like, because, like, I mean, most of, like, the bigger names here, like, they're pretty pretty chill. And, like, we're pretty – most people here aren't, like, you know, like, people in, like, L.A. are like, oh, my gosh, I have to meet you. We're just like, what's up, man? Right, right. So I've definitely seen – actually, the other day, um, my roommate uh, bumped – she's a big fan of the man All Time Low. Oh, yeah, they live here. Yeah, yeah. So she ran into the drummer at a coffee shop here, and um, she like showed me the, the picture of him. And I was like, "Oh, I've I've seen that dude a couple times around." So yeah, there's a whole bunch of dude. What here in East Nashville? We got yeah, so we got Small Time Low. We got um, um, Black Keys. I think they moved here, didn't they? Okay, I think so, they, so. I think they moved here. They were from Ohio. Oh, that's a big rock band from Ohio, Black mm-hmm. Keys. Um, and then, oh man, for some reason, I always draw a blank on this band's name for a second. Um, like Cigarette Daydream, Ain't No Rest for the Wicked. Um, I always draw a blank on their name when I'm, when I'm saying this. Uh, Cage the Elephant? Cage the Elephant, yeah. I think yeah, it's they're weird. around here somewhere. It's kind of funny, like you think about... Uh, I think about the bands. It's like, oh, are you from? Are you in Nashville? Are you in New York? Are you in L.A.? Yeah, it's always yeah. one of them. And you're like, what if they're in Nashville? Like, I wonder. I thought like trapped. I wonder if they were in Nashville. Now they're in California. Thank God. Uh, trapped. Yeah. Have you seen <laughs> that, that drama going on? Oh man, that guy. See, that's. I just don't think. I, I think it's just not smart to get. And it's honestly like. I, I have done it. I really try to remind myself to not do it, but I think it's just good to like not go that heavy with politics or just stupid shit. Like that guy was saying, just man, you're going to ruin it for the rest of your bandmates. And there's a lot of people banking on you to not do those things. And you're, and you're doing it. <laughs> I think the worst thing they've done is released a greatest hits album. <laughs> was it just, one track? <laughs> yeah. I was like, why are you, Oh, and then like someone, I was on like I was on like just a Facebook thing, and then someone's like, "Oh, they're they're worse than Nickelback." I'm like, "Hold up, quit talking shit about Nickelback." Uh, photograph, how you remind me, rock star. Uh, I'll I'll say it, Nickelback. For they're they, I mean they're they're they they rock. They're self aware, like and that's what's that's what makes it okay. Yeah. Yes, I agree with that. Um, I think Nickelback became one of those bands. I feel like they were the first band of this genre where it's like, it's cooler to hate them than it is to like them. Mm-hmm. That's, but like, you know what, for a band to like, I'm not the huge fan myself, but I wouldn't talk shit on them just cause that's the popular thing to do. You know what I mean? Like they got some bangers, man. They got good guitar tones. 
their stuff sounds good. Yeah, they do have some good tones. Yeah, I'm like I can I can I like I'm a big guitar tone snob, so I can yeah. be like I'll tell people I'm like your tone sucks. Like yeah, if, if it sucks, I like I'm, I always say like I'm a I'm a slut for like big production. Mm-hmm. I think like, I loved some of like the you know the 2000s albums like like American Idiot, Black Parade. I was just gonna say like that, that. Uh, American Idiot guitar tones like yeah, just great all the way through. Uh, oh yeah, My Chemical Romance. They're they're oh yeah that because that's like that's when like the Les Paul was like a big deal. Yeah, yeah. Like the yeah, Les Paul the just Les like Paul. went away. Like people aren't using it anymore. Yeah, I, I don't think music is like popular rock now is pretty much just pop. So it's mm-hmm. not like really it doesn't hit like it did. I guess we're trying to bring that back, but we'll see. Yeah, I like. I mean, actually, I I'm just in the mindset of a good song is a good song regardless yeah, of yeah. really style. Uh, I mean, I grew up emos in pop punk, so that stuff's like always going to slap for me. Same but here, a lot of here. like the modern records can be pretty bad if like, and it is a weird thing. Like you're asking a band to make the same album like over and over again. Right. And then like, and you have uh and then you have bands like Paramore and Fall Out Boy who are like trying to mix it up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's like, it's a weird thing. Like, do you want them to keep making the same album or do you want them to keep going? I, so I actually think with band, like, so fallout boy and panic at the disco, I think they got way better when they dropped the punk thing and went to pop. Oh, um, a little bit with fallout boy. I, but I, yeah, I think panic, I, I can't say there's a bad panic album. Yeah. You, I was talking with a friend the other day. Panic of the Disco is one of those bands that, like, anytime I hear that, I'm like, this is great, but I've never really, like, really dug in. I need to dig into some more Panic of the Disco. But for the stuff that I hear, I think that was a really good decision for him to go poppier than to keep that punk. His voice, I think, just fits. Uh, Their, like, current touring bass player, her name's Nicole Rose. She is a beast at bass. Okay. And and I say that because I'm trying to, like, highlight women musicians. But, yeah, yeah. But like, I try to like recognize like you know, because it's like a male dominated field. So, like when a yeah. chick com- when a chick shows up, it's like this is like intense. Yeah, yeah. Um, Halsey's guitar player is really good too. She's a girl, so okay. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna list off all my favorite like female musicians. Yeah, there was a I I don't remember her name, but um, the there was a chick that was playing guitar for Alice Cooper last time I saw him and was, she was like one of the best guitar players I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. I don't remember her name though, but man, she could play. Yeah. That was great. Oh, Evanescence. Uh, I think her, her name is Jen. I don't know her last name. She's really good. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's uh, yeah, I think, no, it's important. You're right. It is. It's dominated by, by dudes. And it's, I think it's number one, it's important to <laughs> call a band good if they're good. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I don't like I don't like saying, or I guess sometimes like the term female fronted or something like that. Or like to me, like calling a band female fronted or like oh it's it's fronted by a person of color or whatever. That to me, like it's important to support them as long as they're good. Yeah, <laughs> you know I think good music doesn't necessarily have anything to do. I don't think it should have anything to do with who is playing it. But it is important, you know, it's good to recognize when it's there, I think. Well, one thing is I think black people always do music better than white people. 
and, like, and like, and so that's why I get annoyed if there's like any sort of racism in like music, because like, mm-hmm. if you're going with any American style of music, like it all came from black people, like right. every style. So it's just like, why you can't be a music lover and not like black people. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, that you just shouldn't think that way in general. <laughs> mm-hmm. Except for Toby Keith is a weird one. Cause I don't know his, you know, he's probably Republican, very, but like he has this one song called Drunk Americans, which is like, it doesn't matter what your skin color or ethnicity is. It's, it just matters that we're all American. I'm like, I like that meaning. I don't know why I like this so much. <laughs> no, I like that. I, I also, something I've, I've really tried to work on recently is uh, to quit putting, um, cause I'm, I would say I'm pretty centered with a lot of stuff, but mm-hmm. I think being young and being in the arts, and, you know, growing up listening to punk rock and stuff is definitely going to make you lean left. Mm-hmm. So I think it's 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 almost too easy to just say that, like, oh, someone's a Republican, oh, they're, like, racist or sexist, which I don't think that's, I don't think that's the case. I don't, some of the best people on this earth that I know are Republican and not sexist or racist. I'm assuming you're I, not talking about Ben Shapiro? <laughs> no, not talking about Ben Shapiro. <laughs> Did you hear he's moving to Nashville? Oh, see, I saw something on Facebook the other day about doing like a WAP parade for him, but I, I, I thought he was just coming to visit. He's coming to okay. He's no, coming they're, to, he's moving his. I think it's the Daily Wire is what he owns. Like they're moving to Nashville. Like they're moving from Los Angeles okay. to Nashville, which is like no one wants you here. And I kind of feel like <laughs> Nashville's and you get these people that are like they're moving here because Tennessee is a more conservative state. And I'm like, but you don't realize like Nashville is a pretty blue city. Right. Like, so it's, so it's really, they're going to, that's going to be a little news flash. Yeah, for for sure. But I don't think any, I, I just know I'm going to run into him somewhere and I'm going to be like, I'm going to ignore that guy. And somehow (laughs) something comes to another and I'm interacting with him. I'm like, oh my gosh, dude. Like, I know you're married, but you're still a virgin. Like. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, I don't know. No, that so, guy's a strange. It's, I think for anyone to, I don't know. I, I just, I just don't think it's just. If anyone's really sided, I don't care if you're far right or far left, and if you have those type of shows, it, it just does nothing but divides the country more, in my opinion. I, I just, just I kind of stick with more morals over like. I mean, political views is kind of sometimes the morals yeah, yeah. seep through, but like I try to stick with someone's morals over there, uh, who they're voting for. Yes, I think religion plays a very big part into that. I think religion is really what dominates most of what the right side tends to vote for. Um, just my opinion, I guess, on that, but that's you know, that that should be a red flag, there should be separation. Of yeah, I was reading something today, it was uh. Like both Republicans and Democrats aren't like in favor of abortion, but Republicans want to just ban it while Democrats want to make it unnecessary, which is like, I mean, like if you try to like talk about it like that, I feel like you could probably get have a good conversation about it. Yeah, no, I I honestly think that because I have friends that are super far left and I have friends that are super far right. And it's very strange to me because I will like say it is a topic like that, or like I can bring up topic after topic after topic, and really, 
a lot of people are really on the same side as a lot of things. I think there's just a lot of division, you know, whether it be media is doing it or whatever, or, you know, like the second you pick a side, then you're kind of, and you're, you're supposed to then hate the other side, which I think is just really bad all the way around. Uh, yeah. I've, I've never talked to someone that said that they would ever, like I have Republican conservative friends, at least like the abortion issue. They were like, I would never vote to not let a woman choose though. So mm-hmm. I don't really know where those, where some of those people are coming from. I guess I don't hang out with those type of people, but I don't know. I, I, I just think it's important not to get all whatever, but like, you know, like this, we do want freedom here and like life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And if that, if that involves an abortion, then that's, that's your freedom to do so, in my opinion. True. Doesn't mean you have to get one. They just, if you want it, go ahead and do it. I, I don't know. I don't care. Well, I live in like that mindset. Like, I don't know a lot about the female body. Like, I'm, like, yeah, I I'm a dude. I don't, so I, I don't really know. I don't know. I barely yeah. know how breast milk works, to be honest. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but um, one thing I was just like, so like, you know, Watt came out and, and like people were like learning new things. I'm like, are we letting these people decide like how a woman's body should be regulated? Like, are we, no. are we doing this right now? I, apparently, apparently, I don't know, man. It's, it's, it's a tough pill to swallow for me. Um, I think I was glad that my I was glad that my dad did this though because we were having a we were having like a big political discussion and I you know like we watched the Hillary and Trump debates and then right after that we went and he made us sit through the um, was it JFK was he the first was he the first president's debate when they had color television I want to say yes. Right. Sounds I, about the right time frame. I think that's I think that's right. So then we then watched that debate, and it was like topic for topic, the exact same thing. And he was just kind of like, "So what do you guys think about this?" And we're like, "Well, shit. Looks like nothing actually really ever changes ever." <laughs> <laughs> so well, that's cool. But, yeah, uh, I don't know. It was like a you want to. I don't know. It was good and bad because I'm like, man, I really want to get someone in there that can change things, but apparently it just hasn't happened. So I don't know. I don't know. We'll and see. That's what I, I do think a lot about how like, uh, what are they called? Not the surveys. Uh, what's the thing when you sign a petition? Um, I don't okay. like. I don't think petitions do anything. Like, don't waste your time on a petition. Right. I I guarantee you that that politician d- doesn't give a fuck that five thousand people hit the check mark on this email. I don't think that I could be wrong, but I don't think it's like go up to a celebrity you hate and like, tell me, hate them and see if they even respond back to you. (laughs) Right. 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 No, I don't know. It's very strange. It's, uh, we'll just have to see. I don't know. It's, it's, it's so weird to me. Like with the, like the politics and the stuff, because everyone gets so into it, myself included, like goes so hard with it during like election time and stuff like that. And then we just then don't care until the next four years. And then it's like, I'm bad at that. Like I get all worked up for the president and then I don't really pay attention to like local stuff that it was actually more important. Like I fall for the media's thing to, you know, you got to get, you got to really go out and vote when really 
I think your local stuff would affect me more mm-hmm. than the president. But I've, I don't, I don't really argue too much politics anymore. I'm just – at the end of the day, it comes down to I'm not going to argue with you why you should be a good person. Right. <laughs> like that's yeah. like – that's all I can say. That's like one sentence to sum up why I'm not going to argue with someone. Yeah. No, that's a good way to – that's a great way to word it, honestly. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it, it, I mean – some issues, I mean, like with some issues, it makes sense. Some others, it's just like, eh, figure it out. Yeah, yeah. Or it depends on the way it's worded to you or conveyed to you or, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's strange. Yeah, it makes um, sense. Honestly, I think I saw a thing that people were trying, oh, another petition, I think. But it was like to have, like, Joe Rogan do the debates between Actually, uh, Trump and uh, Biden. And I was like, to have someone in there that would call people on their shit and add like a little humor to it and ask the real questions. I, I, I think, think Joe Rogan would be great. I mean, like, yeah. thinking about like how we're, the, a normal debate wouldn't probably work right now. Like, just mm-hmm. a bunch of people, like Joe Rogan. And I, I say this as a podcaster myself, like, he's the best of all of us. And it shows, like, the way he, his ability to sit down and talk to someone. I think I, like, I try to do that all the time where it's like, yeah. I'm just wanting to talk to you one-on-one as a human. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, I just think he's terrific and people are like, I don't, I'm not into Joe Rogan. I'm like, watch the episodes or listen to the episodes when it has a guest you like on it. And right. you'll really enjoy those episodes. Cause that's what I do. I just listen to ones like with the guests I like. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, and plus, he puts out what, like three a week or something like that. Yeah, like, he does like three hours, like yeah, yeah maybe that's, five that's days a week. Of, oh wow, like, let's see. That's no way can I watch all that. But yeah, if there's a guest on, or if there's a guest like like Shapiro, mm-hmm. that I'm just like not to say that I like I'm just interested in what their conversation would be. You know, yeah. so I think he does a good job of getting diverse people on there, and I don't know, I like his stuff. Yeah, he, I, don't really, I don't really see people's beef with. I don't get people's beef with the guy, Shapiro. No, with uh, uh, Rogan. Yeah, yeah. Well, I like the joke that's like, uh, he's just he he'll sometimes go on rants on like elk, like hunting elk, and then like weird conspiracy science like stuff. Like you know, an ape could just beat the shit out of a human or stuff like that. Like okay. there's like these really weird rants like of stuff he's thinking about, like probably on drugs and like sensory deprivation tanks. That stuff's just like the kind of quirkiness I kind of like in him. Just like, yeah, yeah. man, you just like uh an ape could just rip you apart. Like someone was like, what a fight between an ape and a gr- like a grizzly bear or something like that. Yeah. I don't know. I and again, I haven't seen a lot of his stuff. You know, I've probably seen, I don't know, fifteen of his full things. But I like it. It's interesting to me. I think he gets on cool guests. So yeah, he's he's really good about that. But he's also like the number one podcast in America right now. Yeah, he just got that huge well Spotify deal. Yeah, I'm just like I would take that deal. Like, I'm pretty sure yeah. anyone would just be like would take that deal in a heartbeat. Yeah, I don't know who would. <laughs> it's weird though because it's like video on spotify yeah it's the only thing i've seen like that so that's what's like i'm curious about because there's obviously like i could see like getting exclusively audio only on like a certain platform but then like his video too because i feel like his youtube videos don't have ads in them 
but his like yeah. audio ones do because I'm pretty sure they get revenue from the YouTube stream or whatever. So that's going to be a okay. curious thing. He'll still make more on Spotify. Oh yeah. And what, I mean, what was the deal for? Was it like 30 million? Let me take a look, but it's pretty, pretty ridiculous. Yeah, it was, it looks pretty good to me. <laughs> I would have took it. Mm-hmm. This episode of the Schwedcast is brought to you by FNX Fitness. FNX Fitness is committed to creating innovative supplements of the highest quality that provide focus for a productive morning, energy to thrive all day, uh, performance supplements to reach new goals, unique sleep and recovery formulas to support any sport, and healthy supplements to support an active lifestyle for years to come. They also have a fantastic clothing line so you can look good while you work out as well, which I always like to look good working out. Hashtag pray for Micah. We all know what the drill. Um, with your purchase of any product from the FNX Fitness website, they even donate a gallon of water to a child in need so you know that each purchase you make uh, really is helping someone out. Uh, using promo code SWEGCAST or link in the description of this episode, you can save 15% off your order. Again, that is promo code SWEGCAST or link in the description down below. Save 15% on some great performance supplements. I gotta look up. A hundred million. hundred million. Yeah, that's... Yep. Like, it's weird, like, that he does stand-up, too, because he makes... He'll make a... I mean, he's obviously making a living on stand-up, but, like, I'm pretty sure his his just podcast is... is double, probably, what he makes, like, stand-up. Oh, yeah. He probably like, just does that he likes it, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, this, well the podcast... Podcasts are so easy, like, I'm doing one right now, mm-hmm. because, like pretty easy to do like the worst thing is like scheduling guests like that's literally the worst part everything yeah. else about it like even having to edit the episode like it's pretty i can deal with it but like okay. it's just literally scheduling someone to come in and sit down talk and record like yeah. that's the worst part and if that's the worst part of the job mm-hmm. like it's not too bad not a bad job mm-hmm. yeah. i mean getting sponsors that part's just kind of a headache but how, how long have you been doing this Starting in 2017, but they'll like go for a while, then they'll have to take breaks in between. Okay. So, so we're we just reached 69. I think you'll be 72. Okay. So that'll be fun. Also, so we, we were talking about breast milk. I want to get. I want you. I have. A, I have a Let's couple. Get back to the breast milk. Yeah. I have a couple opinions on breast milk. Um, just let yeah. me know your thoughts. Yeah, uh, just playing devil's advocate, uh, technically breast milk isn't unhealthy for adults. Did you hear that? Is, did you say isn't unhealthy? Yep, it isn't unhealthy for adults. Uh, uh, you know, okay. If I had a wife and we had a kid and she was producing milk, I would definitely try it. Oh, I definitely agree. I'd be like, give me a shot glass. I'm taking, yeah. I'm trying it out. I would try it, but uh, I, you know, other than that, I don't think I want any other woman's breast milk. <laughs> yeah, it has to be like a it has to be a wife. And I, I yeah. like, I think I was just talking to someone. Like, wouldn't you like, wouldn't you ask another woman to give her? I'm like, no. Mm, it's, it's like going up to your friend's so. wife who just had a kid. Hey, can uh, I get some of that breast milk? Yeah, can like, I get a sip of your milk. It's man? called getting canceled. Yeah, uh, yeah, but, yeah. Uh, we gotta- I also have a second opinion on breast milk. Yeah. Uh, I just realized I had a couple talks on breast milk. So, uh, yeah. 
let's just enjoy the ride. I want more women to post themselves breastfeeding their children on TikTok because it is a healthy thing. And any man who has a problem with a woman breastfeeding doesn't understand the benefits the kid gets from it, number one. Number two, if he's squeamish, he shouldn't be on stuff like this. And number three, it is 100% okay. It's part of nature. Because if you can't handle that, then how the hell do you handle needles and all this other stuff in life? I mean, grow the fuck up, people. Seriously. This is supposed to be an American app now. That everyone gets along and has a good time. Not Mr. Oh, you did not do that. It's offensive. Fuck your feelings. Donald Trump, <laughs> Trump 2020. Oh. That guy. Well, he had me until the end. <laughs> I know. Like, he, he, I don't get that either. But uh, I've been doing a little deep dive on that guy. Uh, he actually thinks uh, the whole world uh, created coronavirus and ruined their own economies on purpose to uh, make sure Donald Trump is not no longer president. So, um, God, yeah, those people, they, <laughs> the world did not join. Dude, if the world didn't want Trump, he would just be killed. Like, we, why would they do all of this? That's just, that's stupid. That's crazy. Yeah. So I, I love you know, my favorite, my favorite guy. So yeah. that, I, that's who I get my news from. I don't no longer listen to Fauci or, uh, you know, CNN or, yeah. Whatever else. That's just, just that guy. Trump guy on the on the internet there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm happy I'm not as fat as him. So that yeah, next situation, I, I don't know what's going on there. It's just like all it's just dangling. So it's not like just solid, it's just dangling. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, yeah, that's just his older age, probably. I, mean, I don't know. I don't think his teeth can be determined from his old age. No, no. Potter will replace those. Yeah. Have but you ever been in a fight before? Have I? Yeah. 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 I actually, yeah. Well, I had a brother growing up. Oh. So we grew up beating the hell out of each other. Let me, it let me rephrase it. Like a fight that's not like a family member or a friend. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, um, I got to go to court here in a little bit. <laughs> a, fight, <laughs> a fight broke out in our house. And I had to, we had, me and my roommate had to like, it was a domestic, uh, like this guy was trying to beat on his wife in our house. So we definitely jumped in there and, uh, yeah, it was a lot of blood and called and we got to go, we got to go, uh, as a witness or whatever. I, so I'm waiting on that phone call. That'll be very exciting. That's <laughs> like, Hey man, can you not beat your wife at my house? Yeah. Like, I really appreciate it to not, if you didn't beat your wife, but especially not, and like, what do you think? You think we're just going to sit here and watch you do this? Like, <laughs> jeez, that's no. It well, was, that's a uh, justified fight. It wasn't uh, just kind of petty or whatever. Yeah, so, kind of, not the kinds of fights than, I watch on the internet. Yeah, no. Other than, um, other than like my brother or like close friends or like you know like a backyard football game always turned into like a, a fight, like an eight person fight in the neighborhood or something like that. Other than that, no, I've never been in a fight. Okay, well. Tell me who you, like, kind of associate with it in this clip. Okay. Oh, man.
What the fuck? I'm just trying to shit that. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> like keeping his head down. Yeah, that would be me on the pitter for sure. Bro. Really getting after it, dude. Like, hey man, could you? <laughs> yeah. That is, uh, yeah, he's just trying to wipe in peace. <laughs> I just like, I'd just be like, if I'm on the toilet, I'd be like, hey man, could you take this somewhere else? Yeah, can you fight where, where I'm not wiping? That would be great. God damn, that, that just like cracks me up. Just like, because you want to identify with the guy like filming the video, but honestly, yeah. in real life, you're the guy on the toilet. Yeah, that yeah, that would be me. Mm-hmm. This God, cra- that cracks. Me. I don't know why that's that is pretty funny. It's just they were really going getting after it. It looks like that. Was I know. A- uh, <laughs> at some point, I don't know. I like watching like I'll watch like the World Star Hip Hop fights. You know. Just, oh yeah. One time I watched one. It was like in a Mexican restaurant, and mm-hmm. uh, so like there's just a big fight broke out. One guy like took one of like the toddler booster seats. They have at restaurants. He threw it at a guy, but the guy caught it one-handed, and oh, he yeah. just like chucked it at the ground. Oh yeah! And like they continued to fight, and like that was amazing. Yeah, that's got to be some of those weird. Was that guy was probably a dad? Because I think there's something that happens when you're a father to a child that all of a sudden you can just like catch everything. There's like dad superpowers. I think he seemed pretty young, but I don't know if he still could have been a father. I don't know. Okay, yeah, yeah, that, I don't know. You seem pretty young, I don't know. I, I haven't researched every fight I've watched. Yeah, okay. But uh, but yeah, I like the amateur fights over the, like, the professional ones. Just like, you know, it's more raw and emotional. Yeah, for sure. Actually, you know what, I think I've only watched one actual, like, fight in my life. And that was when, um, oh man, I'm going to, I'm going to butcher these guys' names. It was like, um... Like the Irish dude. Conor McGregor? Yeah, McGregor versus uh he lost in like he lost quick. But it, it wasn't was, Mayweather, uh, he, was it? Yeah, that was yeah. Wait, you went to that fight? No, I just watched it. Oh. <laughs> I was like, you were there? God. No. I think that's the only fight I've ever watched like the full thing of, and it was only like a minute. It's such a funny thing because like Oh, you're going to face a professional boxer when you have no boxing experience? Yeah. <laughs> that would have been a fun match to gamble on. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's they, a did, clear they did winner. a really good job at hyping that fight, like all the trash talk and everything. Mm-hmm. They did a good job. See, that's where I, I think I could do a lot of good trash talk, but then okay. when it comes to actually fighting, I'd just get my ass whooped. Send someone else in for that. Yeah, like, I, yeah. Could, I could <laughs> ghost ride, I guess, for a fighter. Okay, yeah. That's if okay. that's a thing, but actually, that sounds like it could be a real thing. Yeah, probably. Well, it's let's like, be honest. Like, I'm not. I don't think that these fighters are very intelligent because their job is to get their faces and heads punched a lot. So they probably need some help with some writing, you know. 
Yeah. I mean, they have, they have the intelligence to know how to fight well, but like, yeah, I could see that. I could be, I might try to apply for some job. I just, yeah. you know, is there like an Indeed link I could follow to like yeah. apply yeah. to be a ghostwriter for fighters? Right. No, I think, I think you'd be good at it. Like my shit talk game, like I'm actually really good. Like I'll play with friends in like Super Smash Brothers and I'll just like talk the most shit and then get oh, my yeah. ass whooped. Like, <laughs> It's yeah, just like it doesn't matter if you're good or not. You just gotta be good at the shit talk. I've never been in like a real fight because I just start laughing really hysterically. I'm one of those people who's probably yeah. like a screw loose. Well, they're always like the, the idea of fighting to me is just ridiculous. Like we can't figure this out, or like you know, I don't know. That's I guess that's why I've never been in a fight really. Yeah, it's always fight. just been me and my yeah, you know, like your friends and family just like yeah, going at yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, definitely with my brother and then, you know, the neighborhood kids. We, I like, you know, we would all get off the bus and just play, like, football or, like, baseball, like, every day. Mm-hmm. And that just would always turn into a fight. But then you just still, you go back the next day and you do it again. Yeah, right, see you later, man. <laughs> yeah. See you tomorrow. Yep. But Yeah, man, there was one time we were playing football or something, and I, uh, my brother did something. I was going to kill him. I was over top of him strangling him like homer simpson style i was gonna kill him and he was like he great he found a stick on the ground and like gapped it up into my ripped open my my eyelid and that, that was a pretty brutal one we got some, we, me and my brother have had some good ones we, we have a great relationship but we're cool though yeah it's all good yeah it's yeah. all good that's that's amazing i think my brother threw a brick in my eye once oh yeah we've yeah that, i think that's kind of what brothers are for yeah in a sense I think I could whoop him now. Is he, uh, are you the, is he older? I'm the youngest, but I feel like I I weigh more, so I could just sit on him. See, that was, I would definitely pick on my brother, or sometimes he just fucking deserve it, but we would fight. And then he started doing like football and wrestling, and he got like really strong. And then I'm like, no, dude, we're cool. Everything's fine. Yeah, the (laughs) cross country track guy versus the muscle building. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, no, nah, man, there's no need to fight with peace, peace, man. <laughs> peace and love, man. Peace and, yeah. peace and love. Peace and yeah. love. Definitely changed my my approach there after. And he probably, yeah, to this day. And, and you know, he's he's actually, he's been in quite a few fights. So he can definitely he's, kick my ass now. So he's more of a professional. He's he's the uh, he's the wild one of the two mm-hmm. of, of us, I would say. Okay. Do you know Dr. Phil's on TikTok? No, no, I don't. I don't have a TikTok. Well, you might have to get one after I show you a couple of these. Okay, here we go again. This is Dr. Phil showing his ignorance today, but I've been in quarantine, so I'm spending more time on social media than normal. So I've been finding things that I have no idea what the hell they mean. Come on, guys, you need to give me a translation guide. Here's one. Simp, S-I-M-P. Now, it's like, I am a simp for Dr. Phil. Um, I have no idea. I have no idea. This could be something really dirty or something really stupid. I don't know. I need help. Give me some help. Translation guide, please. Oh, Dr. Phil. Do you not have Google, Dr. Phil? I don't know, but uh, he's a doctor. But yeah. no. 
So that was just kind of a warm up for the best uh, Dr. Phil TikTok I'm going to show you. Okay. And uh, right. this one has been on my mind a lot. And I've really been wanting all my friends to kind of adjust their lifestyle based off this talk. Okay. So, you have to stop commenting daddy <laughs> on all of my posts. I ain't your daddy. I hate to break it to you, but I ain't your daddy. And your real daddy's probably getting his feelings hurt. I appreciate the support. It's a little weird, but I do appreciate the support. So we all need to change our you, lifestyles. He was so happy of it. You could see the bliss in his He state. thought it was funny, so he's like, you have to stop coming, daddy, yeah. on all of my posts. Yeah. That, no, he seemed happy about that. But. Yeah, I don't think he – I just like – I just – my friend texted me. He's like – I went after I sent that to him, and he's just like – I like to imagine that he sent that specifically to me. Like, yeah. you have to stop yeah. commenting daddy on all my posts. Yeah. And then I'm sure with where the internet goes, that just made people comment daddy more. Oh, I, I definitely sure. commented daddy a few times. Yeah. If I had it, I, I would too. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know how, like, the gender reveal party that, like, burned down California? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I think I figured, I think I saw an actual good way to do a gender reveal party. Yeah. Uh, so let's just take a look at that. And I think this is going to be the way to save everyone. Oh my. It had the poop. I know. That's, I, I really just want to know the logistics of that. So yeah, bad. Yeah, was that like chalk? That she, and she had to stuck? Yeah. Stick chalk in there? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the more you think about it, the worse it gets, FYI, so. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, at least they didn't burn anything down. Mm-hmm. That's, that's good. I mean, yeah, they didn't burn down California, so, like, How, your gender reveal party kid, was successful. That kid is going to be the omen. There is, like, something about that. Like, are we going to allow that couple to have a kid in this <laughs> yeah, world? Yeah, are like, they getting charged for that? Are they getting in trouble? I'm actually res- maybe I should Google that. Gender reveal fire charges. Okay. Family who triggered a device at a gender reveal party that allegedly started a wildfire over the weekend in California could be held financially liable for the firefight. The couple who reportedly still at the park where the fire started were in when firefighters arrived. Okay, so up in the air. I mean, I guess the financial, but I don't know. Like, should we allow them to have children? <laughs> like, if you don't I'm understand not. how fire works and you play with fire, yeah. Like, should you maybe be not? Maybe not. And I just think about like how like anyone it takes so it's so hard to adopt a child, but like yeah. we're let anyone just raise their own. Yeah, you know that's yeah that's a good point. That's very interesting. Yeah, why is the Adoption process so hard, but yeah, you have people out here. It's like burning, burning California that's great, down. That's a great point. I've never really then, thought about it that way. And then another thing about pregnancy, which I just learned: Does your vagina turn green or blue during pregnancy? What? <laughs> No, uh, that's the first time hearing of that. I, that's, is that yeah, a thing? 
I have no clue, and I'm too afraid at this point to ask. Okay, okay. So no, that's you know that's. This is why we shouldn't be making laws about women because we don't know about any of this. Yeah, like if you, you could if you could make that up and be like, I don't know. Um, yeah, that's uh, yeah. <laughs> it's definitely a uh, yeah yeah. That's why I don't think men should be making those laws. I'm like, it turns purple. What? You know, like yeah, yeah, that's maybe uh, maybe something that uh, we should take a look at. Yeah. I am under the water. Please help me. <laughs> that one's not doesn't make any sense. I just think it's funny. Yeah, that's. <laughs> oh, I just actually watched a. Um, we watched a. Uh, so in our living room here, like we bought a projector. It's a great purchase. It was like sixty or seventy bucks, something like that. Now our living room's like a little mini movie theater. But uh, we watched. Um, it was an Indian movie, which I guess they call it like. Bollywood. It's like the Indian yeah. Hollywood. We watched a movie called Bang Bang. And it was like two and a half hours long. And it was, I, I loved every minute of it. It was great. And they end in a dance scene for some reason. That's like, yeah. Like, that's oh, have the, you seen it? No, I just know every Indian movie or Bollywood okay. movie ends in a dance scene okay. for some reason. Like, yeah, you, there was a lot of singing and dancing. They'd be in the middle of like a gunfight and then you got to stop and sing and dance. It was, I was very entertained. It was good. I just like to imagine, like, you think about some American-made movies, like, what if that movie ended in a dance scene? Yeah. Like, Avengers Endgame just ended in, like, a song and dance. Like, uh, Tony Stark just died, um, and we're at his funeral. Then we start singing and dancing. Um, What? I guess so. Like, that's that's weird. I don't know. I I just think it's, like, weird. Like, oh, we're going to end every movie this way. Oh, I guess we just watched uh, Jojo Rabbit, which is really good. But that ends in like a little dance number. But that's that was a great movie. Sometimes it's like it makes sense, but like yeah, the little like quirky. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, but but I mean, yeah, it makes it makes sense to someone. Um, you got your nose pierced? Yes, I do. Uh, oh, I dig it. I, I had mine. I had to take it out for a job that I worked at for like a month. I hated it, ugh. but I'm definitely gonna get it re-pierced. I miss it. It, it like. I it was actually a lot cheaper. I thought it was gonna be like fifty bucks, and they're like, "Yeah, it's twenty five dollars." I'm like, "Cool." Oh, but, where'd you go? Uh, this I think this random place. I think it's Goodlettsville. I had a friend okay. who lived out there. She was like, "You should come here." I'm like, "All right." Yeah. So, it's really. I mean, it was really cool. Um, then I realized you can just get a fake one. <laughs> oh, okay. Then like I'm like I didn't actually have to get a pierce. I could have just got a fake one. But uh, yeah, it's know, cool. I've, I've, been wanting to get it re-pierced for a while now but i'm also kind of thinking like with the masks like i gotta wear a mask for work and to go anywhere that might not be the best like the healing process like it rubbing up on it and stuff i don't know maybe i'm overthinking it yeah mine was weird like i they told me like yeah you gotta use like this like super weird soap to clean it out every day i just use like my normal face wash and it turned out fine mine healed mine healed like nothing happened Mondo's healed super fast. It was weird because, uh, like, I feel like the actual piercing of it was like didn't hurt at all. It was, I mean, like, was, obviously you felt something. The piercing through was what sucked. Yeah, well, yeah, that part was pretty bad. But uh, like afterwards, when it was just like swollen and like throbbing, that was I think that was worse than the actual piercing. 
Yeah, with mine, I like he pierced it. It was fine. I still definitely I had like the tear come out just from like the pinch of it, you know. And then he was like, as he was putting it in, he like messed something up, and he's like, he kept apologizing. And I wanted to be like, quit fucking apologizing and just rip it through. <laughs> You're making this longer than it needs to be. So that part definitely hurt. But then after that, I don't know. But I've had a couple other feet. Like I had my lip for like a month maybe. And that just sucked. It just hurt the entire time. And I just took it out. Mm-hmm. And then I had like a up here or something. I like a little loop up here. And that again, it just hurt for like a month straight. So I just was done with it. Mm-hmm. But I do miss the nose. I'll, I'll get it back here soon. Yeah, nose you can do. You can either do, If you do, I feel like the septum is doesn't look too good all the time but i think like just a nice little loop on one nostril can work out really well sometimes it's not something that i would do but some people look really good with it i remember when it first started i was like this looks so stupid but i think i've grown to i've grown to like it okay yeah but but yeah i wouldn't do it but that's okay but uh i actually have a good old uh talk about septum piercings which once i find that's nipple piercing that's not the one i want um let me find it okay find it because i have a whole folder of just dumb videos yeah would you pierce the nip would you get a nip pierced um i don't feel like i feel like it's a woman thing I'm just terrified of the, I just hear horror stories of like taking your shirt off real quick and it tears or like, that's just, Oof. I don't know. You have to stop entertaining girls with septum piercings, okay? It's the international sign of daddy issues. I don't make the rules, but get this, she's not going to be there. The trust issues are deep rooted. Bonus points if she believes in astrology. Just get rid of her. Uh, uh. <laughs> this guy and then I, I said that to a friend he's like i'm actually uh, seeing a woman right now uh who has a septum piercing and is really into astrology yeah the uh okay so the astrology is i okay i enjoy making fun of everything because i think most things are just dumb i think everything should be made fun of equally um the astrology that is one thing that i want to talk shit on but then i like people you know, be like, oh, that's blah, blah, or or they'll show me something. I'll be like, damn it. That seems actually kind of true. That does make kind of sense. But Mm -hmm. I do, I want to talk shit on it. I shouldn't. I should respect people's beliefs, but I don't always. It's (laughs) it's a weird belief because it doesn't exist. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's a, I don't know. I think it's important to at least look at it, give it a chance, you know, like, you know, with other religions or belief processes or whatever, with stuff like that. But Mm -hmm. All right, so this know. is this is an opinion on a woman I think I, I could I could be with. Uh, so let me get your thoughts. Let me make myself crystal clear. I didn't pierce my nipples for myself. I'd be lying if I said I did. I pierced my nipple so somebody's son can tell me that it tastes like a quarter. And that position's available. Just FYI. <laughs> That's a cool person. Yeah, they're they're honest. They're honest, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, like you don't that. you don't pierce your nipples for yourself. I feel like that's no. a. But uh, I was actually weird because my parents would like never let me get a pierce. Would never get a pierce, and they thought if I was like got earring my earrings or whatever, I'm like, uh, you're gay. Uh, we're not gonna let you be gay. Yeah. And then, 
And then now <laughs> I, like, I got the nose ring and then like came up, I went to see them and they just did not care. So, yeah, you know, I think that comes from like, if you're raised, like I was raised Christian, like you said you were, and especially if it's like a, a like a Midwest area, I think sometimes, honestly, we think our parents are stricter than they are. Mm-hmm. With, yeah. with, with certain, uh, my parents were, my parents are super open and super like open to anything, you know? But I, I know that I had this thought growing up that I thought that they weren't, but they've always been super, they're just like, hey, just whatever, as long as you're happy and you're not breaking the law and not snorting drugs and shit, you know, <laughs> do you? You do you. Well, yeah, yeah. Now, I also found another girl, but this is kind of a more point of view, my point of view, seeing okay. this. Oh my god, are these fucking Pokemon cards? Holy fuck, is that a Charizard? Can I get a ho, yeah? Ho, yeah! Oh, yeah. <laughs> Damn, I mean, real that's, life. That's what you want. That's uh, just how I imagine it. It would go down. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't think I, I don't even have Pokemon cards, but I assume if I did, like if I had a Charizard specifically. Yeah, yeah. That's the one. That's yeah. I'll be like, oh my gosh, is that a Charizard? Yeah. And, well she she grabs her nips. Uh, yeah. Gets ready to, yeah. Gets ready to do a little trading. Mm-hmm. Do you like uh, any of the rock radio stations here in Nashville? Uh yeah. Um, let's see here. Or, okay, I guess I, yeah, yeah. I mean, I like, what is it, Lightning 100? I think it's cool that they play local stuff. I don't listen to a lot of radio, to be honest. I do a lot of, like, Spotify, but, or CDs. Um, but I was driving a, or I guess, like, our band van, our 15-passenger van. The city player doesn't work, and it doesn't have a way to, uh, like, no aux cord or something. So, Lightning 100, I think it's cool how um, they play some more, like, alternative rock, and not just, like, your generic rock songs you hear anywhere else. And I like what they do on Sundays do uh, local music. I think that's important. Mm-hmm. And then, what's the other one? I think it's this one right here. You're listening to your local rock station. All those other stations are pussies because they don't play rock. Hard rock. Okay. We play hard rock and we're rock hard. Up next, Maroon <laughs> 5. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that one, that, that one's is my a, favorite. Yeah, that's a, that's a very true thing. That's very true. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I guess, I don't know. Radio is really important. You know, like my ultimate goal is to literally be the biggest band on the planet, which would then have me all over the radio and then would make people hate me because mm-hmm. uh, people hate successful people. Yeah. But people hate unsuccessful people too. Like, Yeah, yeah, that's very true. Um, I don't know. Radio has definitely, although, made me really good songs I, or you know like a band's new album's coming out or okay for example Green Day's a band that like anytime they have a new album coming out I don't know what happens but it's like the worst song on the album is the single and every radio station just plays the hell out of it and I'm like man there's so many great songs on this album they pick the tackiest cheesiest one and yeah. overplay it I don't, I don't know, know. I don't think Green Day's such a weird band because like I don't think they they've made two like stellar albums and then other ones are pretty good uh but so it's well, like i don't think it's a weird they're in a weird position 
What are their two stellar ones, too? Dookie and American Idiot? That, I mean, critically. I'm talking critically. I'm not talking like my... I would say my favorite of theirs is Warning. I think that's a very underrated album. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I agree. Um, Uh, Yeah, those... I think everything up through... Or I guess at least, like... Dookie through American Idiot. I think all of that is great. Oh, yeah, me too. Uh, And then I think 21st Century Breakdown... Have some good songs on it, but I I don't know. I, I think that one seemed a little too much like they were trying to make another American Idiot kind of. Yeah, that's I would say that too. And then um I really like I liked the trilogy they put out. Did you listen to those? Yeah, they were okay. I was I, mean, I wasn't a big they fan were, of them. They were by no means like huge album, you know, for them putting out three albums in one year, I liked them a lot, actually. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I, mean, I, I grew up like worshiping them. So yeah, I mean, yeah, me too. I I think I had like four posters in my room of Green Day. Oh yeah. So and then I I actually really like Revolution Radio. Did you listen to that one? I think there's a lot of good tracks on that. Still breathing. I really like that one. Yeah, I, yeah. I think that that album to me was like I was like okay, they can go back to like these big sounding albums. You know, after the trilogy or whatever. And then their last album, you could tell, was definitely just to get off their record label. But uh, okay, I still I still enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a good album. But again, you know, when you know, there's a band like that that you grow up loving, they could probably put out a really bad album, and I would still convince myself that it's good. So mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. Um, do you deal with thoughts at all? What do you, uh, What do you mean? Like the what? women thoughts? Oh, <laughs> uh. Oh man, I guess I'm at a point in my life now where I would say no. I'm at a point now where I'm looking for a nice lady. Mm-hmm. But uh, younger Colin, Colin in Ohio, sure, <laughs> that was a lot of fun. <laughs> Colin in Ohio sounds like a that could be like an emo band. Yeah, that started yeah. off as a solo project and then became like a full band. Yeah, that's actually exactly what Mill and the Hunks was. It was first out was just a solo thing, and then I really liked it. And, like three people liked it. So I was like, Oh, I should go for this then. I'll be very successful. <laughs> well, here's live footage of me saying no to a thought. Okay. There he is. Forget it, girlfriend. He's only got eyes for God. Everything's got a price, but he's a Christian. Hey, Billy. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> hey, Billy. No. No, no. That is like one of my favorite uh, <laughs> things ever. Any like all Christian movies there's one i gotta remember yeah. it uh it's like what if i want to have sex before i get married well i guess you're just gonna be prepared to die i wonder if i can find that yeah <laughs> did you watch bible man growing up oh yeah oh yeah do i have that uh it's probably on youtube let me find it on youtube uh, yeah it's just like have sex right married okay there we go and Okay, there's a four-minute clip, and there's a seven-second clip. Let's just watch the seven seconds. All right. To... Okay. Okay, found it. Okay, this is, like, what I send to all the thoughts out there okay. in real life. So, let's begin. What if I want to have sex before I get married? Well, I guess you just have to be prepared to die. 
It's like See, that's stupid shit right there is why kids get pregnant at a young age because they don't they weren't informed about any real thing. That's oh man. That, like, some of them just wanted to die and then they ended up with a kid. Okay, yeah, or yeah, they were just trying to die and they're just trying to kill themselves. Like, what's the easiest way to kill ourselves? Sex. Okay. okay. I got it. That's an easy way out. But also that lady looks like she's never had sex a day in her life or like has ever <laughs> been like turned on turned a man on ever. Yeah. Yeah. And that's my favorite part of the whole thing. Yeah, it really is. Like we were saying, like the supersize me thing or whatever. Like, you know, like if you tell, especially like hormonal, puberty ridden, angsty kids to not do something, they are fucking going to turn around and do it mm-hmm. <laughs> every time. That's why we keep calling Dr. Phil daddy on the Internet all the time. Yeah. Oh, Dr. Phil. Is he is he even a real doctor? I'm going to look that up. because I thought I saw something that said no. I saw like I said no, but again, you can't believe everything people post. All right, I'm going to read the first thing that comes up on the internet. Philip Calvin McGraw, born September 1st, 1950, known as Dr. Phil, is an American television personality, author, and host of a television show. Dr. Phil, he holds a doctorate in clinical psychology, but ceased renewing his license to practice psychological therapy in 2006. So, kind he's a doctor. Of? So, yeah, kind of. <laughs> he has a doctorate. Okay, so yeah, I guess we so you could we could still take call him Doctor Phil. He's just not like practicing. Okay, that would he's be from Oklahoma. I was wondering where that accent was from. I uh, I've had family on um, Judge Judy. That was kind of cool. Oh, you got to tell me that story. So actually, well, apparently, if you go on, if they like accept your case. And like let you you let them air it, they actually pay you what they what? say. Yeah. Yeah, so it was like uh one of my family members owed another family member some money. Um, they weren't getting it back to the person. So they looked into it and found that out, and they were like, Hey, look, I'm gonna embarrass your ass on television, but this way I'm gonna get the money and you don't actually end up having to pay it. So Okay, Work that makes. Out. I mean, yeah, it works out. It's like I always wonder. Yeah. Like, I used to wonder like what type of people would go on like Maury or like Jerry Springer. Yeah, and then, I never thought I'd, I never thought I'd see family on there, but it, I did. So, <laughs> and then you start working like in a retail job, and you're like, yeah, I know exactly the type of people who go on these shows. Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. You worked in retail. I have, yeah, in customer service. I worked at Target for a minute. Uh, okay. I worked at our my college bookstore. Uh, okay. I've worked a lot of jobs. I worked at uh, J.C. Penney in the mall for a little bit. Okay, my brother's actually a manager at one in like Kansas City randomly. Okay. Yeah, that was well, man. I saw crazy things in those fitting rooms. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, oh, <laughs> actually, are- a lot of the retail jobs I had, like your coworkers, were worse than like. A lot of the other people who work there, or who okay. just go there. I, uh, yeah, I mean, people like dudes would take in like a whole pack of socks just to make love to one, and like leave it in there. People would like try on pants just to shit in them, and then like shimmy them off, leave them in the fitting room. <laughs> Lots of crazy stuff. What do you gain by shitting in a pair of pants, JC Penny? <laughs> 
I guess they're uh, fighting capitalism one they, shitty pair of pants at a time. I mean, the oh, cum sock. Yeah, the I mean, cum sock. <laughs> that makes it's probably like a teenager. Just could just couldn't hold it in anymore. Man, I have a lot of questions. I just want to meet those people. Just hey, I'm not mad. I just want to know why. What happened? Yeah, yeah. Well, I think teenage boys. It's like the number three. You know, like when you're a puberty-ridden boy, sometimes it's like, like you, like you got to piss or you got to shit, or sometimes as a, as a puberty boy, you got to come. It's it's gonna happen. Well, you got to go number three. I, I want to know why. Well, this was a new pair of pants. Yeah. Well, yeah, that like, means white, that like white Levi's they tried on just to shit. White. <laughs> I'm just confused. Like, why would you take off your current pants, put on a new pair of pants, yeah. shit in said pair of pants? Yep. I'm hoping he wiped with the pair of pants. I didn't really, I didn't like really look very hard. I just saw the, the stool in the denim and then called the, called the janitor. <laughs> that poor, those poor janitors, man, they had to clean up. There was, um, it was the summer before I started there, actually, but apparently the, um, like, the senior prank to do of, like, the school by the mall was the girls would go to the mall and try on the most expensive dress they could for prom and then piss on it in the fitting room and leave it there. <laughs> so, I don't, yeah, I don't know. People are strange. <laughs> Where was this? I'm confused i'm just more confused i have more questions than yeah yeah it's strange it's strange there was also man there was a there was a lot of feminine blood in those that makes a little bit more sense because i feel like leakage just happens you know i think they would like like to make a point though they would like get it on the wall or like oh oh yeah because i'm just thinking like i was thinking like yeah it drips out a pair of pants like oops well, yeah, I mean that's that's gonna happen, but some days it looked like there was a lamb sacrifice in there. <laughs> I I don't know. Again, that's, mysterious. I don't I don't understand. I wasn't working there. I wouldn't be able to like mentally function for you know, I, I need to take a week off. I can't like think right yeah. now. I just can't about do this right what I'm doing. Uh, yeah. I bet those women grew up to be this woman. Hey, Mom. What? Hands up. Drop your weapon. Ew, Mom! <laughs> so they, they all grew up to be her. That's the weapon, okay. Mm-hmm. Drop your yeah, weapon. that's your child, hopefully not. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> I'm still kind of like, I'm going to be shook about that for a couple of days. Yeah. I, I did think, see it. Go on. I want to hear everything. Oh, I was just going to say, I saw some um, videos of, like, they were definitely doing it just to get a rise, like, out of their dad. But it was, like, girls would, like, start playing WAP and, like, start dancing. And the dad would just, like, get up out of his chair, like, Courtney, no, no. Mm-hmm. All pissed off. <laughs> that was, that, I'm very torn. You know, like, I, I think music should always, like, it should piss you off sometimes. And it should make you question things sometimes. That's, like. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, also, I'm like, man, if I had a daughter right now and that song is number one, I don't know how happy I'd be about that. I'd just be like, do not be the village whore. Yeah. <laughs> All I ask. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't Make know. Make men work for it. 
do yeah. not give want, it out easy. You want their respect. And yeah. Be a little stingy. Just just do it. It's like I know it's it gonna happen yeah. eventually. Just just be cool about it. That would be I actually I do. I, I want a daughter because I never I didn't have a sister or anything like that. I think that would be I I mean I'll be equally happy with the son, but either way, I, I think a daughter I think would be yeah, fun. if I got a choice, I'd rather have a daughter, but if I have a son it'd be cool. Um I would be I would be so happy with either, but feel like if I had a son, I'd be like when he's a teenager and like his friends are hanging out with him at our place. I'm like, hey, dude, guess what? What? Had sex with your mom last night. And then yeah, his friends mom. would be like, oh! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would be fun. And, you know, getting getting the praise from his friends would be all I want in life. Yeah. At that yes. point. Then you're cool dad. I'm cool dad. Man, his yeah. dad had sex with his mom last night. I'm like, yours probably did too. Yeah. Oh! <laughs> oh yeah. No, it would, it would be fun. I, I definitely never thought I wanted kids. I think as I get older, definitely down the road. But I think it'll be fun down the road. Yeah, I got to make sure, like, the girl is right or die. Yes. Like, yes. I got to make sure she's not not like, I don't know, maybe I should see someone else. I'm like, no, we're we're getting this together now. Yeah. I didn't yeah, get I a divorce. Uh, maybe my – yeah, I'm not getting a divorce either. That's, I made a promise – if we get married, I made a promise to you, and it's not going to happen. I think what was one thing. Um, yeah, I, I always think like I don't know if I want kids or not, but then I think about like how am I going to get a woman to commit to me, and it might be getting her pregnant. <laughs> That's the only way. <laughs> like so, it's I'm like torn. I'm like I don't know if I want kids, but that might be the only way to get someone. Yeah, perhaps. Mom, how did you meet Dad? Well, I knocked her up one night, and we got you, and now she's sticking. And there with we me. go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's all. That's all I. That, that's it. <laughs> so, I mean, that's yeah. I mean, that's really the only thing I can really say in regards to uh, that at all. Um, yeah. Have you ever make a hard compromise ever in your life? Oh yeah, I mean yeah, for sure. This episode of the Schwedcast is brought to you by Duke Cannon Supply Company's Beer and Bourbon Box. Uh, Duke Cannon hails from a simpler time, a time when the term handyman was redundant, a time when chivalry wasn't considered old-fashioned. Duke Cannon's purpose is simple, to make superior quality grooming goods that meet the high standards of hard-working men. In the history of great duos, the partnership of beer and bourbon is even more important to our way of life than mac and cheese or... If you're British, fish and chips. Comes complete with three big beer soaps, a deliciously scented sandalwood soap made with old Milwaukee beer, a fresh citrus woodsy offering made with the Deschutes fresh squeezed IPA, and a warm cedar scent made with Budweiser and one big American bourbon soap. And a rich oak barrel scented bar made with Buffalo Trace bourbon. A perfect gift for the gentleman who appreciates a fine drink and a distinguished fragrance. Use the link in our description to get free shipping on your order over $20. Uh, this guy had to make a pretty hard compromise, and I think it actually worked out. My mom said I can't eat dino nuggies anymore. She said I need to grow up. That's fine, mom. No more dino nuggies. No more grandma's ashes. Oh, Who can play that game, Mom? <laughs> I feel like that's like a fair thing, you know. Like you in the middle, that was very reasonable. It's a, you sometimes just gotta reach someone in the middle. Yeah. Oh man, there was oh god, there was one time. 
uh, we went back to a buddy's house after a Halloween party. We were all trashed. And we like all went as we got like Joe Dirt, but like bullet wigs and did like the cutoff flannels. And our like character was pretty much just like walk up and be like, hey, you won't, you won't make out? And just like real hillbilly, just real stupid. Yeah, yeah I don't know. It was funny at the time. Mm-hmm. But then one of our buddies got like really, really drunk. And we went, got like a ride back to his place to sleep after the party. And he, oh, he drunkenly stumbled and knocked over grandpa's ashes all over the carpet. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> it was, it was, oh, it was so bad. <laughs> yeah. You know what? No Taco Bell open right now. No more grandpa's ashes. Yeah. <laughs> but it made me, tr- I'm like, they didn't steal it. That seems like it should have been sealed, you know, like. Yeah. I, I would think something involving the remains of a dead loved one would be sealed, but this was not. Like the, the top just kind of popped off and out dusted you know, tap tap. Ashes are weird because it's like, yeah, I'd, I'd be cremated now. I don't need a burial plot. Then you're like, what am I going to do with the ashes? It's like, I mean, like actually putting them, tossing them somewhere makes sense. But apparently a lot of people want their ashes tossed to Disneyland and Disney World. And apparently it's a problem. That's just gross. <laughs> I know. It's just like, I want to I wanna be dumped into the Pirates of the Caribbean ride. I'm like, that's weird. Like, I'm more if weird. I, yeah. I would want to, like, if I died, and you could, you know, you have this on camera now recorded, but, like, I want to, like, uh, like, I'm an organ donor, so I want to, like, donate. You know, if I die young, like, it, not if I'm old and, like, my meat's bad, but if I die as, like, a young person, if there's a way... I know people are curious out there trying human. I want to like donate my organs to science and my meat to for food. Okay. Would you would you try me if I died in a car accident tomorrow? Or are we talking deep fried steak? Like you know, any way you want. Would you would you try a taste of me? Well, I have your consent, so I might try a bite. I would try it, but you might then get the hunger. You know. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to be a cannibal. Yeah. Sounds like a lot of work. I like how my my mindset goes to, I don't want to be a cannibal. It sounds like a lot of work. Like, I'm just lazy. That's why I'm not a cannibal. It's not because of any other personal beliefs. It's because I'm lazy. Yeah, that's all. (laughs) Just like. Have you ever uh, ever gone hunting or anything like that? No. I mean, I played Fortnite, but I don't think that counts. Okay. Uh, Yeah, like. Field dressing a deer, <sighs> disgusting. Like I just, oh man. Yeah, I don't. I'm, I'm glad I that I was like taught how to do it, you know. And if if I ever get stranded somewhere and if I can somehow catch a deer, I know how to clean it. But oh man, it's disgusting. I could, yeah, I couldn't do that. Like, you know? I don't think I could kill an animal because I'd give it a name first, and that makes it way worse. Yeah, yeah. It's like no, I just I don't. Totally someone because they just don't name it. I'm like, ah, I'll, I'll probably name it in my head. It's already named. Mm-hmm. I give everything mm-hmm. names. And I'm like, ah, oh, I can't kill Bojack. That's and do it. Like he's a good guy. Yeah, it's uh, no, the hunting's a very strange thing. I respect people's views on it either way. If you if, you know, okay, unless people are like, if you eat meat, but you're like, fuck hunters, I think that's really stupid. Yeah, I don't. I don't really. I, I can see why people like it. I don't get the deer ranking system. Where like, yeah, the antlers. That's how we determine how good it is. I'm like, what? No. Well, that's called trophy hunting, and that should. That's I hate that. That's terrible. That's. I mean, 
you should go out to get food for you mm-hmm. and your family. Or, you know, you can go out and hunt and donate food to needy people or, you know, whatever. But the whole idea of killing something just to have like a head on your wall, that makes, that makes me sick. I love deer jerky, but I also hate deer. So I'm fine with killing all of them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just, I don't get the people who will like go eat like a McChicken knowing damn well how those like chickens are like bred and raised and those things. But then, but hate someone who goes out and shoots a deer in the woods. That's yeah. a little last backwards to me. But yeah, I'm a little bit the opposite. I'm like, I don't want to kill it myself. I'm going to let someone else do that. Yeah, yeah. No, no, I, and, I, I, and I totally get it. People don't want to go out and kill something. I mean, I, I, if I get a deer, I cry. Mm-hmm. I Sorry, Bambi. Yeah, but then I eat it, and it's delicious, and I kind of get over it. But, yeah, <laughs> but I do feel bad. Deer jerky is the best. Oh, I know, and like summer sausage, if you ever had that. Yeah, that stuff's good. Yeah, 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 I do like it. I know, I... But I also hate deer, so I'm okay with anyone killing those. Yeah. It was like, <laughs> like I fl- I think uh, the county my parents lived in where I went to high school was like highest population of deer in the United States or something like that. Wow. So like you just they just run out in front of the road. Oh, and you're yeah. just like stupid deer. I'm like I could I could easily just go I actually probably could kill a deer. I think I could do that. Yeah. <laughs> I can name it and then kill it. I think I could do that. Deer, you can do it. Okay. Yeah. There's, I'm actually, it was like an animal Darwinist where I think some animals are better than others and we should keep that hierarchy. Like, uh, okay. dogs, dogs are cool. Cats are cool. Pigs yeah. are, well, pigs are cool, but we can still eat them. Um, horses are cool. Deer, we can kill all deer. Uh, mice, we can kill all mice. A lot of bugs are on that list. Yeah. Mice, mice and rats scare me and snakes. Yeah, snakes. I, I hate snakes too. Snakes but are my also, biggest fear. I mean, mine are sharks, but I don't think we need to kill okay. them. Basically, we take up different territories. If they start flying, then it's a different story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we no. actually we had a we got a we had a mouse that was in our traps today. And a little mouse, mouse. We caught him. Nice thing We're, about my, one thing. It's nice if you have like outdoor cats hanging around. Do oh, not yeah. feed them. Let yep. them just live there in peace, and they will eat all the mice, and it just, like, helps the area. Oh, yeah. We had we had outside cats growing up. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, they, they were hunters, man. They were always leaving snakes and chipmunks and rabbits and mice, and, you know, they leave you the little gift to show that they're... Like, I'm appreciative of you taking care of me. Yeah, but yeah. But I also don't like that you don't feed me, so... Maybe you're hungry. I'm going to leave you some food. Yeah. Here's a little mouse head for you to show Mm -hmm. my appreciation. Oh, but there is this one uh, cat I'm actually kind of a fan of. Uh, Let me see if I can pull it up. No, it's not it. What is? I need to organize my folder better. And, but... Oh, here it is. Okay, but yeah, this this is my favorite cat. I think. Well, actually, there's two. I'll have another one too. Okay. Way too many cat. Way too many specific topics. What the fuck do you think I'm doing? Making myself a bowl? Christ. <laughs> so, <laughs> that cat. 
And the cow can look like it almost kind of scuffed. Like, ugh. <laughs> that cat doesn't <laughs> like harsh language. I just thought, what do you think I'm doing? Pouring myself a bowl? <laughs> just like cat yeah. food. I've been like thinking about getting a cat. I just like think I should get a cat. Because like you can train them to poop in the toilet. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's a... Uh, been looking up here uh i think i have the video showed this on other episodes too but i'm just gonna keep doing it yeah i would okay. i would be all for i'm just allergic to cats or i would be all for having one yeah i feel like that's the only excuse i would give anyone to not wanting a cat i'm like i'm allergic I'm all right yeah. that makes sense yeah, I want to be able to breathe in my house. That would be nice. Yeah. We had cats as a kid, and then my parents moved and then left the cats at the old house. And Okay, I don't know if I'm going to find a, the better video. But uh, here we go. No way. Uh. It's pretty amazing. So what they would do is like they train it. So first they would put like litter on like this whole little litter thing on top of the whole bowl. So the cow would go there. Then you slowly like switch it out. And so it's less. Uh, like no less way. litter, <laughs> and then eventually the, all the litter will be gone, and the cat just goes. So all you'd have to really do is flush the toilet every once in a while. That is, I, I, I would have never thought that cats could do this. Oh no, yeah, it's pretty cool. Like dogs are a little trickier, but I've seen some do it. But no, it's like pretty easy to train a cat to do it. It's just kind of a, it takes a little bit of time. Okay. And then you don't have to, like, get a litter box or anything, oh. which is uh, very convenient. You I'm just occasionally have some, have some poop in some toilet. Yeah. From time but to time. Time to time, you just uh, find a little cat turd in your toilet, and then, good. Here's another cat I'm super interested in, just in my mind. I think about this cat a lot. Yeah. I wanted to watch Tangled. I wanted to watch Tangled today, but once I got out Disney Plus and put my laptop down, uh, this little man here decided to start screaming at me until I turned on Aristocats. This is the seventh time he has watched Aristocats. He watched it two times yesterday. He gets upset when the movie pauses or glitches or ends. Any vets want to like any vets or like cat experts want to duet this and tell me why he likes Aristocat so much? Can he understand it? Does he get that there are cats on the screen? Does he like the colors? Why does my cat like Aristocat so much? Gatsby, why do you like this movie so much? I'm, I'm so, he doesn't do this with any other TV show or movie, like just this one. And he will, at, he will like yell at me to turn it on. Why does he like it so much? <laughs> He loves it. I'm, I'm, I'm amazed just like 
like when animals, I think my friend's dog was like really obsessed with uh, Milo and Otis, like just was glaring at the TV watching the movie. I didn't actually, I, you know, I thought I heard something that like they couldn't see like the dimensions of like the TV or something, but apparently they can. Yeah. It's Aristocats though. So I one time yeah. my, tried to get my aunt's dogs to watch Oliver and company and I don't think they were into it. No, not a fan. So, yeah, maybe they're not. In, they weren't into that era of Disney movies, but uh, <laughs> maybe someday they'll yeah. kind of they'll get back to it. Uh, That's we'll funny. I, I mean, it sounds to me like that cat knew exactly what it was watching. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, yeah, it's a cat. That's uh, yeah, that's like a weird thing. Too. Speaking of using the toilet, has this ever happened to you? Hey, dude, can you hand me some toilet paper? Yeah, sure. I'll give you one set. All right, thanks. All right. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that makes me laugh so much. Time. It's like, dang it. Uh, thanks, man. Oh, oh, I'm just thinking about crawling on that bathroom floor. It's disgusting. Yeah. It's been weird. Like, I've not used a public restroom in so long, and... Um, I'm okay with it. Yeah, like I'm, I'm. My body is used to like I wake up, chug a coffee, do my thing, hop in the shower. So I really don't have to. Like I'm not sitting down in any public toilets, which is nice. But mm-hmm. that was something I had to get over. I used to be like a really bad germaphobe with like public toilets until we started digging around and stuff. And then I'm like, okay, I do yeah. have to poop. So. <laughs> Yeah, I just my my butt doesn't my butt decides. I don't get to decide. Yeah, not I feel like if we all got a choice, like we would never use a public restroom. Like, yep. I feel like, and that's just a general rule. They are they're. I mean, if you think about them, they're disgusting. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, better than a porta potty. Oh yeah, have you ever had to like change clothes in a porta potty? Hmm. I don't think so. Yeah, you don't that need to. terrible, though. Just going to, yeah, you don't need to. I have, and uh, I yeah. can tell you it's not good. <laughs> My uh, choice. Just, uh, just telling you, if you ever get the option, don't. Okay. It's like at the <laughs> Nashville Pride Festival, like, last year. They had, okay. like, gender-neutral porta-potties. I'm just like, what? <laughs> Aren't it's they all gender-neutral? Like, yeah, all, all the porta-potties are. I mean, I just feel with single-use bathrooms, we don't, yeah. we don't need to specify it's gender-neutral. Like we could easily just assume that, just unless call you, the, the do you want to dictate it. Well, that was to be progressive and to be. You know, I just, hit. I just, I love being like progressive, like when you don't need to be, just to be progressive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah, with the. Like they could have just let the porta potties just there, no sign or anything. Just be right. like. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever you're gonna poop or pee out of, just uh, just do it in here. Yeah, this is the, this is where you do that. This is the, this is your time to shine. Yeah, this is all you. But I do feel like if you have to take a really nasty shit, like you got to do it in a gender neutral bathroom. So if a woman walks in there, yeah, just you know makes her question her politics and her beliefs yeah. and <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lift. Do you watch It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia? Yes. I I'm not, like, religious, but I've watched a lot of it. Okay. There's one where they tackled, like, the bathroom issue. If oh, you haven't true. seen it. It's, it's a good one. 
God, that whole show is just ridiculous. I love it. I love how they literally just make fun of everything and I, it, it's get like, away with it. It's like almost like an R-rated Seinfeld. And oh, I, yeah, I, that's kind of how I describe it. Yeah, it's like Seinfeld it's, for adult. Yeah, it's Seinfeld for millennials maybe a best way to describe it. Okay, yeah. So it's – oh, God, it's so – and then was it milk steak? Whatever that is. Yeah, yeah. God, looks so yeah. gross. I know. I love it though. I, I that's like I have a hard time getting into like serious shows or like drama or drama dramas, um, or like horror shows. Like I don't know. I just they lose my interest. But you can be a good comedy like that. Like, or I, I was like big fan of The Office. Like mm. Always Sunny, or I love Seinfeld, stuff like that. But it's just really dumb that doesn't overly have a like a big plot. Yeah, I kind of I kind of want to watch a show that gives me a good time. I don't want to like be sad and like this is bumming me out. Yeah, or like like Walking Dead. I loved the first couple seasons, and then it got so bad, in my opinion. Just got really? real predictable and boring, and I I gave up. I, I, I don't hear much it. about that show anymore. Uh, I think I think it's still going, as far as I know. It's kind of, I don't know, I just feel like uh, there's an actual, I mean, we're pretty much in an apocalypse right now, but, like, mm. if it was legit like that, I'm like, you want to survive? Like, I don't know if I even want to be here, like, right now when things are normal. It's just like, right. you want to be alive? Like, <laughs> Let alone after all that. I'm running out of booze and coffee. I'm like, I'm I'm just going to die. Like, honestly, That's I don't like, think there's any. It's bad. Yeah, okay, if it was a zombie apocalypse, everyone you know and love is dead. Um, even if the world returns around, it's going to be, you'll be an old man about it. Dude, I would just like lock myself in a bar and just, I think I would just drink until I died. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's sometimes or, what I do right now. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> not really changing anything. Yeah. Or that would be the time I would try heroin. I would try it. Yeah. Yeah. I'd try it. Try a lot of things. Yeah. Or like if I had terminal cancer, it was like in pain i would try heroin you okay. know be sure to get all my goodbyes out of my system you know i'd be like all right you know i have till the end of the month to live these first two weeks i'm going to say goodbye to everyone next two weeks i'm doing heroin not bad I that's yeah i'm gonna say goodbye then i'm gonna do some heroin it's gonna be a good time yeah yeah sounds like a good tuesday afternoon i mean it's gotta be an amazing high right i mean that's because it has yeah. to be yeah, there's some drugs like you know they're good. Like, yeah, that's gotta be great. That's why I think like cocaine, like that stuff has to be good. Like, it's not for me. I've tried it a couple. It was like it was really popular in Columbus um, before I moved. Um, but unfortunately, like a lot of people I knew were were dying from it. Unfortunately, and it's like a lot of the drugs in Columbus were getting fentanyl in it and stuff. And um, but uh. It's like it's like a fifteen minute high, so it's like, but it's very euphoric, and you just want more. Yeah, and, uh, that's and it's just like to, to, the way I look. Like we we lost a we lost a very close friend. He got coke and it was fentanyl in it, and uh, to me it was just like, and you know I just tried I tried it like a couple times, but um, to me it really opened my eyes to like okay is you know watching like a mother and family, like bury their son worth a 15 minute buzz. 
like it's just like that's the sh- most selfish shitty thing you know what I yeah mean? that's like, really bummed, to... kind of bummed me out <laughs> sorry we'll go to something else <laughs> but it's just yeah, no it's really stupid and really really not worth it in my opinion mm-hmm. i just know i like caffeine so i'm like i bet i'd like it see i get really uh i get overwhelmed very easily with like like i can't do espresso um I need a cup of coffee when I wake up. But if I have like two, I get like jittery and overwhelmed. I also, so like I was prescribed Adderall for a while. That's just, yeah, concentrated meth. Yeah, right. And I think that probably like messed up my ability to like, I feel like anytime I get like too energetic, it just kind of reminds me of that. Cause I was doing pretty much legal meth for a couple of years. I just, mm-hmm. I, didn't, I just don't like it. Yeah. That's why I think I like, that's why I like booze. Or like, I'm not. I'm not like a big. I can definitely like take or leave weed. I've never been like a big. Yeah, I'm more of an alcohol guy. I feel yeah, like yeah. yeah. Well, I, think I, I like hate the when the weed guys look down on you for being an alcohol guy. It's just like we're both just getting buzzed. Like yeah, just, and mine's more socially acceptable. So leave me alone. <laughs> yeah, it's like I can I can go places with this. Yeah, um, yeah. Speaking of uh, you know marijuana or edibles, uh, this woman. Um, is someone we all know, but, uh, has taken a 20 milligram edible. I feel like we all know someone like this. Coming out to get you. I'm coming out of the basket and I'm not a snake. Hey there. I'm not a snake, but I feel like I'm going to go back in. Coming back out. That is me. If I eat edibles. Yeah. I mean. (laughs) We I've know multiple women in their forties or fifties that if I gave them an edible, like a pretty strong one, yeah, that would be them, like in a heartbeat. Oh yeah, well, that's what. Yeah, I do like. I wish I wish it was legal here because I do like edibles for like in a sense of like I've got everything done, but I need to get done today. I'm gonna sit down and watch a movie and go to bed. Like that is prime edible time. I would do that pretty often, I think, if it was legal here. Like during the week when I gotta like I gotta wake up more for Oh yeah, day. like for sleep, they're perfect. Yeah, yeah. But smoke man, I can just get I can from smoking it can give me some really bad paranoia sometimes. Yeah, that's I think that's my problem with it too, is just like I get like freaked out. Yeah, then, it's so it's so hit or miss. I'm like it either like I feel great or I feel absolutely awful. And there's like no in between. Mm-hmm. Like I could never, I could never like smoke and then go and try to like sing in front of a crowd of people. Yeah, I would be so self-conscious and weirded out. Oh no, no it would way. sound like a Weezer song to me. And be like, that's how I, that's how Weezer music makes me feel. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, no, oh, I, I gotta know, uh, have you ever dated a woman like this? Uh, cause I know a friend who has. Everyone asks me if I'm a Satanist, but it's pretty bold of you little fucks to assume that I'm not God. Yeah, pretty, yeah, that's, yeah. yep. Yeah, we all kind of know someone like that. It was yeah, my friend's yeah. ex. And he was yes. on the show a couple episodes ago, so I, uh, I'm i like, hey, this is this is just labeled as your ex in my uh, folder. And he's yeah. like, which one? I'm like, you'll, you'll figure it out. Yeah, you'll know. You'll, you'll know. You'll know. Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, um, this guy actually. Let me pull up this guy. He 
he's probably the smoothest talker I've ever seen in my life. Like, all women love him. Good morning, my queens of TikTok above 18. I love you all. You guys are gorgeous. Get up, get out of bed, get that day going. Send them videos. We love them. Wow. Save some pussy for the rest of us, dude. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And his... uh, in case oh you want to follow God. him, his username is at user two seven zero three three five nine six. So, okay. if you want to follow him on the TikTok, that's his uh, it's his username. Easy to remember. Yeah, so it's pretty easy to find. So you just gotta yeah. look it up. So you don't need to um, uh, look very hard. You'll find him pretty quick. That he looks like every drunk biker in like a saloon ever he just looks like that person true he seems nice though oh he'd probably be he'd probably honestly a lot of those people are actually always pretty nice to you yeah you meet some i was actually thinking uh this is a this is a weird train of thought i had um so like back in june you know when police were still as awful as they always are um, yeah, yeah they i was thinking like you know, the Hell's Angels seem pretty cool. Maybe they should, like, we should hire them as bodyguards. Then I looked into the Hell's Angels. It looks like they are actually Nazis and racists. So probably not the best bodyguards to hire. Okay, okay. So, Well, it doesn't sound like they're very different from police, but. True. But I feel like <laughs> they'd be a lot cooler if they weren't so uncool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was, that was definitely, I was, you know, sharing a lot of, uh, I mean, just blatant videos of just videos of just blatant police brutality. But that was really uh, was really dividing my uh, Facebook timeline there for a bit. I had like some. I actually had some family members unfriend me, and it's like, what? What are you? What are you upset at me for for sharing these videos of these cops being a piece of shit? Yeah, I don't, I, that. I don't get I, that. I don't know. I'm you but, know I'm not gonna. I'm not going to go like the full, um, I'm not going to go like the full side of things like all cops are bastards or, you know, like fuck all the police or, you know, but I mean, come on. Yeah. I, I, there are some awesome cops out there, but come on, they gotta be held responsible is where I stand. (laughs) Yeah. Actually, I think I I trust this guy with my life. (laughs) I guess I am a simp, a samurai infused with massive power. You disrespected Pokimane, and for that, you will pay the price. Forgive me, Pokimane, for I'll have to go all out just this once. See, that's who we need. That's who we need protecting the streets. Yeah, (laughs) watch a bunch of guys. I actually really, actually, no, there's this guy. Let me find it. Uh, He actually, like, broke up a fight with a sword. Uh, let me see if I can find it. Wait, was it in one of those riots? No, this was a minute ago, a while ago. Oh, okay. There's okay. like some guy during like the riots and the protests, like came out with his sword. I was like trying to chop up people, and then he got shot like 18 times or something like that. Pretty cool guy. And that's the way to go, I guess. All right, this is, uh, this is it. Now to an amazing scene caught on tape. Look at this. A sword-wielding vigilante comes to the rescue on light rail. 
He stops two men from beating up another man. Now police are taking a closer look, and we are as well. ABC 15's Brian Webb is live at a light rail station with more on this. And Brian, talk about some amazing video here. Yeah, it certainly is. We know it was uploaded to YouTube on October 13th. According to the Post, the incident happened around 2 a.m. Somewhere around here, we're at the station at Central Avenue in Camelback. Now, we don't know who these guys are or what they were fighting about, but we sure know how it ends with the tip of a sword. He just had it. He, he had it on him. He's ready to go. So those men pounding on the other guy pretty good. Then out of nowhere, a man wearing a hat, earphones, and long coat draws a full-length sword of some kind out of somewhere, points it at the men, and seems ready to use it. And it works. The two guys stop punching their victim and get off the train, and it is all over. The passengers I talked to today say for the most part they feel safe on light rail. Most have seen an incident or two maybe, but nothing like this. That guy was there for a reason. You know, I feel like, you know, there's no accidents. Yeah. And he was totally there for a reason. And I feel like, hey, you know, dude, wherever you are, rock on. As you can imagine, this has gotten the attention of police and light rail officials. They are trying to figure out who all these men were and what was going on. As soon as they figure it out, we will let you know. Holy cow. Interesting to say the least there, Brian. Thank so, so, hey, there was one. Oh, man, that wasn't the right one. There's one. They actually interviewed the guy with the sword. Yeah. And he was like, I'm more safe with the sword than without it. I'm like, what? Here, let me uh, let me plug my phone in here real quick. Oh, okay. Oh, good. This episode of the Schwedcast is brought to you by Honey. Honey is a free browser extension you can download using the link in the description of this episode. Honey searches the entire internet for promo codes, coupon codes, free shipping, and anything else that will save you money when buying things online. It is 100% free, and at no point will you have to pay for it with any microtransactions. It's just as simple as pressing a single button, and you can start saving money. It's that simple. I use Honey myself. I've been using it for years, and it's a great way to save money on pizza. Uh, it's a great way to for me to buy audio equipment online. It always saves me money. I've gotten 40%. I've gotten 50% even before. It is so great. I love Honey, and you will too. And if you don't use Honey, it's basically throwing money away. So use the link in the description of this episode. S install it on your web browser, whether that's Chrome, Safari, Opera, Opera, whatever it's called, and start saving money on things you buy every day anyways. Oh, right, we're, we're ready to rock. Okay. Well, here's a fun clip. Uh, so this is the town my parents live in. They have like a local news station, which is pretty bad. Uh, but w they used to like wish people happy birthdays. And then they got, then this day happened and they stopped doing it. So let's uh, so enjoy the ride. Hey, it's time for birthdays. Let's take a look right now. We have Cindy Swanson. Happy 50th to my sister in Ottumwa from your family in Harbinger. They love you. And happy first birthday to Corbin Williams from your mom, dad, and Bailey. Let's see. Trenton Morgan. Happy ninth birthday from your grandpa and grandma Olson. And Melba Wilcox. Love you, mom bunches. Hope that your is day is one. special. And... Off. Elaine Kramer, happy birthday, Mildred, from the girl, from the Flower Girls. We lost count of which birthday this is, but wishing you many more. 
Riley Drake, happy birthday from your friends at Preferred Family Healthcare. Love them. Eric Clark, happy 40th birthday. Love Jenny, Carly, Mary, and Corey. Stacy Woods, happy birthday to my little brother. Yeah. Ellen Clark, to a wonderful wife and great-grandmother. Love Ryan, Jessica, and Kyle. And Bob Dale, happy birthday. Scott Phelps, happy 32nd okay, birthday. We love you. Oh, love Holly, it. Mom, Tammy Vaughn, Joshy, and Libby. Uh, Lou Brickett, happy. I <laughs> uh, hope your, your big party goes smooth. Love, Beth. And let's see, Gabe Asher, happy birthday, Gabe, from your mom, dad, sister, and your brother. Dixie Normas, happy 48th birthday to you. And Emerson Biggins. You'll, ha you'll always be my girl. Happy birthday to you as well. Craven Moorhead, happy 21st birthday. That's been a while for me. You came a long way. Anita Lay, happy birthday to my sweet little girl, Anita. Mike Hunt, happy birthday to my hubby, Mike. Anita Hooray, happy birthday, Anita, from your favorite son-in-law. And Lena Jansen, happy 90th birthday. And uh, oh, here we go. I forgot. We got some uh, anniversaries here. Donna and Harry Moe Webster, may this anniversary uh -huh. be our best. Let's see here. Mike uh -huh. and Julia Hawk, 23 years ago on this day, I found you love, Julia. Uh, Aster and Emma Royds. Uh, we love you too from the kids. Amy and Willie B. Hardigan. Happy anniversary, Mom and Dad. Love Joseph. Billy, Bill and May Ann Nays. Happy anniversary to Bill and May Ann Nays. And then a Martha, or Huge and Martha, Hugh and Mar, uh, Erection. Happy anniversary to us. Uh, to you. Love, honey, from Martha. And, of course, we look forward to uh, celebrating birthdays and anniversaries with you. Yes, and if you have one that you'd like to share with us on the air, mail to So, uh, yeah, they stopped doing those birthdays after that. There were so many in that I one. I know. <laughs> they got so many, and they didn't even notice. Like, they didn't no. filter it through. Any. So that's probably the biggest significant thing uh, besides uh, this dude uh, offering Arby's gift cards for sex. <laughs> That's like all that's going on in my parents' town. <laughs> hey, well, they got the meats, you know? Yeah, that that's funny. Um, but uh, he was like a church elder, like super against gay people. And then he was offering guys sex for Arby's gift cards. It's always the, yeah, it's always like the old men that are super anti-gay that are, that are sneaking it in. Yeah, well, the best part was, um, so I went to high school with his kids, uh, well, actually, so funny story enough, I'll start with this. So I learned about it when I was living here, and I just see Missouri church elder uh, gets arrested for uh, offering Arby's gift cards for sex. And I'm like, oh, I wonder where Missouri it is. And so I found out is like the town my parents lived in when I went to high school. And I'm like, huh, I wonder if I know that person. I'm like, I know his kids. That's got to be they were assholes to me in high school, so it's like I got that, like, you know when you just let, like, the world get revenge for you? Yeah, yeah. They got their they got their revenge. Yeah, I think they're good now. Uh, or you got your revenge, I guess. Yeah, so I was trying to find him where he worked, like, one of one of his kids, and I just kind of go up to him and like, man, I'm thinking Arby's. Oh. <laughs> yeah, just keep it going. And then there's a clever line, like, whose dick do you have to suck around here to get some Arby's? Yeah. And then, so, so I had yeah, a lot you, of uh, 
ideas. Yeah, he locked and loaded there. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, no, they, yeah. It, so, yeah, those two things are pretty much what uh, ke- keeps that town going, I guess. I guess, um, oh, the, the guy that used to cut my hair growing up, he went, he's in prison now for Diblum. Ew. I guess that's kind of my only story close to that. Yeah, True. he's a diddler. And he cut your hair. Yeah, he never even tried to make a move on me, though. I'm kind of... Isn't that, yeah, isn't that kind of offensive? Like, Yeah. Was I not hot enough of a... When you're around, like, a known pedophile and, like, they didn't hit on you? Didn't even make a move. Man, that's <laughs> just, uh... Just cold shit right there. Right, like, right. You, I'm like, man, am I that ugly as a kid? Or? Yeah. Jimmy like, Christmas. But he did... He, uh... Like he played guitar and stuff, and at the you know I grew up playing drums. He did a couple times ask if we if he if like we wanted to jam or something. So maybe that was him making the move, but it never happened. So that's mm-hmm. yeah, man. We should totally jam sometime, uh, and then not. Right. Sorry, was he I'm any good. good at guitar? I never played, so I don't know. <laughs> okay. Probably, I can imagine he probably suck. I, I get around like a lot of people. Yeah, we should jam time. Like, yeah, man, let's uh, let's let's set that up. Yeah. What do you What do you play? Uh, guitar, drums, piano, bass, uh, ukulele. Play okay. a lot of things. Jack of all trades. Yeah. What happens when you're lonely as a kid? Yeah. You gotta, <laughs> you gotta figure something yeah. out. The bigger the bigger loser you are, the more things you play. So. Okay. And plus, playing in church, you gotta know everything. Okay. Okay. Playing in so, church. Playing those church bands. Yeah. No, I mean that's how a lot of people started. That Midwest emo lifestyle. Yeah. Yep. It's what did you? Yeah. What did you start with? I started playing piano as like a little kid. Okay. I'm probably better at guitar, but I'm not like entirely sure. Okay. I haven't taken a proficiency test or whatever. Yeah, I would say I'm very. I would. I'm confident in saying I'm a great drummer, and then I'm okay at like bass and keys, and I'm getting better at singing as I go. Mm-hmm. But my thing that I'm the best at is like frontmanning. I would say. Yeah, singing's a, we- singing's a weird thing because you could like practice, like you know, you can put a lot of reps in, but like you could just stop taking care of your voice all of a sudden, and then you just start sucking really bad. Yeah, yep. Like, you realize, like, hey, you don't have to yell the entire time you sing. I'm like, oh, yeah, I don't have to do yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, that was actually the hardest thing for, like, for me to try to remind myself of is at a show, so, you know, you got everything flowing and all that stuff, and you're commanding the crowd, but it's hard to be like, okay, mm-hmm. now take it down a notch and sing, or you're going to blow your voice out. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you're singing into a microphone, like, you're... Don't yeah. have to project yourself at this moment. Yeah, yeah. That's that is definitely if I can critique myself, that would be my biggest. Mm-hmm. And you know, eventually I'll have a vocal coach that'll teach me all that stuff. But I'm like self taught with everything mm-hmm. so far. So I mean, yeah. So I was, I was get always like wondering people are like, Man, I wish I could sing. I'm like, I've seen a lot of people think they can sing. Like, you probably can. Like I I really think anyone can sing. I mean, you just got to find how you sing and not how the bands mm. that you like sing. Like, this is how you remind me. Yeah, yeah. Guys, just sing like that. That's the only best way to sing. Yeah. 
<clears throat> no, that is funny to me. It seems like genres of music, every 10 years, the singers sound, the singers sound the same for 10 years. Oh, like, yeah. Like the, like, the, like the 80s. Everyone was hitting all those high-pitched high notes. and Yeah, like Axl Rose. Like and yeah, yeah. In the 90s, everyone was doing the grunge. In the 2000s, everyone was trying to sound like Tom DeLonge. And then, so weird. Tom Long has such an interesting voice. Like, yeah, that's the thing with Blink One Eighty Two when like they put like Mike Skeeb or whatever his name is. Like, and like he yeah. doesn't have like Tom and Mark like have such unique voices mm-hmm. that to like try to even like replace one of them is just so weird. They. So I'm a big fan of Alkaline Trio. Mm-hmm. So when I heard that Matt Skiba of Alkaline Trio was going to join Blink, I was like, okay. This might be really, really good because Alkaline Trio is like a heavier, like a very dark, kind of like a gothic band. And I thought Plus 44 was like real kind of like dark and somber, like Mark's side project thing that he did. Yeah. So I was like, oh, those two working together. This might be a really cool, like dark, very adult Blood 92 record. And it was the exact opposite of that. <laughs> yeah, they went like super pop. Well, I don't think I think he's a really good guitar player. I think they play a lot better with because Tom's yeah. like you don't even know if Tom's like fully there or not. He definitely, I think, just gets trashed and doesn't care <laughs> with Blink. I got a regret right now. That sounds yeah, kind of weird. <laughs> I was able to. I I saw Blink right as they got back together. Um, and then I saw them on like the neighborhoods tour. So I'm glad I at least got to see him twice with Tom. Mm-hmm. But then I've yeah, seen him with Matt twice. And the music is tighter. Yeah. But like, man, he just can't sing Tom's parts. Like he just, he, like he, I think he tries to sing them like Tom instead of like himself. And mm-hmm. you never know. Maybe both nights I saw them, he was having an off night. But I've seen live offline trio videos where he sounds phenomenal. But I thought yeah. his, I thought he was bad vocally with Blink. I thought because like if you're gonna sing like Tom's part, you either have to sing it your own way or like sing it like Tom. And neither of them like could really get it right. I yeah. feel like so. Yeah, I think that's kind of the conundrum. And, and Mike's voice isn't like compared to Tom's. Like it's not as like unique. Yeah, like, Tom has a super unique voice. Like he well, made fun think, of it. But. I think he he like ungrits his voice. Cause in an Alkaline Trio, like when an Alkaline Trio song comes on, I know it's them from the voice. Cause like it's the gravelly, like punk rock, raspy cigarette voice. But I think in Blink, he like doesn't do that. I don't know. Like listen to an old Alkaline Trio record and then listen to neighborhoods and it's or I mean uh California. And it's like he's he's like singing in like two totally separate voices. Yeah, and so yeah, it's it's is weird. There's like rumors like he's not in Blink anymore, and Tom's coming back. Yeah, I mean, I would people would eat it up, but I think yeah, I'll, I'll believe it when I see it mm-hmm. with there. Then they had that know. weird tour with Little Wayne. That was weird. Yeah, well, I thought what was really weird about that tour was they were doing the 20 year anniversary of Enema of the State, but without Tom. I'm like, well, you can't do that. That it's yeah. one thing to go tour and replace him, but to do a 20 year anniversary of like their biggest album and like, yeah. And missing one third of the, that was just kind of weird to me. Yeah. 
I don't know. It's that it's been. They're not really. I don't know. I I like to say it's not really Blink One Eighty Two anymore. Without Tom, because I feel like it's. Because I feel like sometimes you have a band and then you think of like if one member leaves, it's not really that band anymore. Especially if they're doing fifty percent of the songwriting, fifty percent of the singing. You know. Mm-hmm. And it's especially like, it's such a small band too. Right. Right. Do you like? Uh, do you like Angels and Airwaves? Oh uh, yeah, they're pretty cool. I like them. Yeah, I think they really they really need to start doing different sounds though. Like yeah. I think the first two albums were phenomenal. I think Love and Love Part Two were good. Um, and then everything, or I guess the Dreamwalker album. I don't know. They just need to like. It was awesome to hear them go from punk rock to pretty much like U two. But now, like I've already heard it. And mm-hmm. I feel like it's, I don't know, they need to like really do something weird and different with their stuff. But I do think they're a good band. Oh, yeah. I used to get them and uh, Hawthorne Heights randomly mixed up for some reason. Okay. And I, I don't know why. I don't know. I guess the name's somewhat similar to me or like. Just one of those weird things. Yeah. And I, they'd sound completely different. Okay. Man, I love Hawthorne Heights. They're so good. You're lucky to be from Ohio. That state is for, for the, lovers, specifically. For, yes, <laughs> or for lovers. Um, apparently, they apparently those guys are really nice, from what I've heard. I think a lot of I would hope that a lot of musicians are just nice. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people, I guess, in general, but I don't see what, what like, I never get why like people you know they get famous or they're rich and then they're just an asshole. I'm like, you have the coolest job on the fucking planet. Your job is to like be loved and make a lot of money. Yeah. Why would you be an asshole? <laughs> I feel like you'd probably an asshole before. Okay. All that. I would make dead. that point. I feel like it's hard to like, that's a whole like huge personality shift, I would say. Yeah. So like, I don't, I don't think people change like that big over like, I would say maybe five years. I'm like, we change over a while, but mostly we just become less stupid. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. I guess I, th- I kind of feel like, I don't see any history where Axl Rose was a cool guy. Yeah, yeah. No, if you were like that, I've just been shitty the entire time. Yeah, it's just like, I don't know how... I guess you, you sang like a girl, so we liked you. I think the 80s, like that decade, was the epitome of like the fucking... the terrible rock star attitude. Yeah, I could see that. I, I think. I, th- I feel like... Even right after, even in like the '90s and stuff, you know, you had like the grunge, like the punk scene was kind of becoming popular to the masses, and in that I think a lot of that stuff was so anti that '80s yeah. like, mentality. It just like went away real quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could, yeah, that makes actually a lot of sense because like I don't see Green Day being super shitty guys. No, I mean everything I've seen or heard about them is they've always been really cool. Mm-hmm. Except for that one time Billy got drunk at the iHeart Radio I loved that video though. I thought that was <laughs> awesome God damn it, really? You're going to cut me short for Usher? It's, yeah. I kind of I kind of feel like that's justified Like, Yeah, yeah I get that Like, He also was on like a fuck ton of like pills and alcohol Yeah, I never knew he was on He used to do meth Like I never like knew that oh, yeah. Like, Oh I guess, yeah, that's like their whole A lot of the album Insomniac is about can't sleep because he's on meth. Okay, yeah, that makes a lot more sense now. It's kind of like one of those things where you're like, oh, I knew he, like, smoked weed and, like, you know, drank a lot, but then it's like, 
Oh, I didn't know meth was in there. His teeth. If you look at like, I remember looking at like the insert of the Nimrod album mm-hmm. and like seeing his teeth and I'm like, what the fuck is up with this? And then like, you just look into the lyrics and you're like, oh, he's oh. blatantly doing a fuck ton of drugs. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I mean, a lot of things make a lot more sense now. Yeah. I knew Green Day, like the name of it came from smoking weed, which is. Yeah. I, I, used, to always, just, I used to like, try to justify myself. They were a Christian band. Oh, <laughs> I don't know no. why. Just to make myself feel better. Okay. They had that song well, Church on Sundays. I was like, yeah, they're Christians. Yeah. How How old are you? I'm 27. Okay. I'm 26. Okay. So, oh, wow. So we're the tail end of the uh, millennials. Yeah. Yeah. So. No, I, well, I remember. Um, like think or I was like I remember I would watch interviews of like Blink and stuff and like Tom would say that he's a Christian. Mm-hmm. So I remember that would like I would definitely have like some conflicting. There was a punk rocker in me at like that young age that wanted to be like I wanted I liked hearing the f words and the stuff and music that made me feel cool. But mm-hmm. then there was the other part of me when I was like really young and I was like no I like really like Blink because Tom's a Christian. <laughs> it was like <laughs> but they have songs about like fucking dogs and fucking grandpa and stuff. <laughs> like mm-hmm. well like and then there was such a big like Christian pop punk emo scene. Yeah, and yes. so like that influenced a lot of everyone. So you just kind of assumed most bands were Christian. God, I yeah. feel like a majority of them at least said that they were. I don't know if it was to a lot of them aren't anymore, but. uh a lot of them like stuck with that for a while. Are you, do you still have your faith? Are you so Christian? I would say I'm more spiritual, not religious, but uh, I'd probably fall in that category. Okay. So I don't go to church anymore though. Cause fuck that shit. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, I, I agree with that. So, yeah, I would, I would say that I'm, yeah. I, so I definitely went through the, like, you know, a little punk rock, like, definitely no god there for like a little after mm-hmm. i you know just stupid phases oh yeah no whatever but now i'm definitely like i think there's something but i don't necessarily i would probably say i'm like textbook agnostic i'm super yeah. open to it and super like i do think there is something but i don't know maybe it's That's, just aliens. i don't know <laughs> i always feel like weird with like atheists is like there is definitely no god i'm like you can't say there's definitely like we don't know everything yeah like, you, you can, can make a valid point either way but like i feel like being agnostic is kind of like the like probably the smartest ideology to have because like you're like yeah i don't know i don't, I don't fucking know like that's right. all you say <laughs> to me to be like super gung-ho in a religion and not question it is kind of the exact same thing as to be super gung-ho in like atheism and not question it mm-hmm. you just like yeah. make your mind up one day this is what i'm gonna do and then yeah. Don't have any more questions, pretty much. Yeah, and I, I try to live by like a lifestyle like, uh, we're all not going to believe the same thing, so just deal with it. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, like, I, and, and like, if, people are so gung-ho about, like, we all got to believe the same thing. Like, that's not true. Absolutely not. It even, even in, like, whatever Bible your religion has, it's going to not, you know, it tells you to be accepting of other people. Mm-hmm. I don't know. The only, the only reason I really know a lot about is Christianity because I, I went to a Lutheran school up through seventh grade and then um, was definitely raised by Christian parents. So, so I can't yeah. I can't really talk about any other religions. I don't really know anything about it, but I can definitely tell you that if you follow the teachings of Jesus, he does wants you to just be a good person. <laughs> yeah, and that's I think that would be more like where I fall in line with like even if the idea of if Jesus was not a real person, I feel like those ideologies were like super good. 
Yes. And so, like, even if it's not real, like, if you follow what he did and, like, kind of what he talked about, like, for the most part, like, you're going to end up being a good person. I wish there was a, like, a Bible study, but, like, a non-Christian Bible study. I would, like, go to that. Like, a fellowship of, like, like the teachings of Christ. But if, if it was just, like, this might be true, it may not be but these are what he, ta- this is what he taught. And this is cool. I, a lot I of the more like progressive churches will be like that once okay. if they accept like homosexuality and like, you could probably have a good discussion with a lot of people. Yeah. Cause so. to me, like my thoughts on it are like, man, that whole thing is bit like the Bible itself has been changed so many times and it's so open to interpretation and stuff. So like, I guess I don't necessarily believe like I, don't necessarily believe that like Jesus was the son of God sent to be the ultimate sacrifice. But in the Bible, it says if you don't believe, you know, that's the only way to get to heaven. But I don't know. I, I think it would be good to just look at the teachings, but take it all, take the Bible itself, like figuratively. Yeah. Well, but, I like to realize that the Bible was not written by God. It was written by man, like yeah. humans. And so like, probably going to be some wrong shit in there. And, yeah. But the thing with the, you know, geez, the, the gospels like Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, it's the idea that like, these are people just like writing down everything Jesus was doing. And a lot of the stories match up. So like you can verify at least some of their truth because of two people, even if the story is slightly different, like if it's majority the same, like it should be yeah. pretty good. Yeah. It's, it's super. And I've definitely kind of came back around with it. Like I said, like, you know, it was like definitely, never questioned it was just like a very strong young Christian man and then definitely questioned it and kind of turned away from it and now I'm like no I I, I shouldn't hate this thing that's just because yeah. I changed my mind on it I shouldn't ignore it you know or whatever I don't know oh it definitely is the most makes a lot of sense it's the most sold book on the in the world so mm-hmm. a lot of people see a lot of, of faith or truth in it so I don't know it's and then, you know, there's certain scientific stuff that adds up to it. Oh, yeah. Like, and like they found, like, they found bits of, like, the art and stuff like that. And I don't know. It's very interesting. Yeah. And there's, like, some scientists say there was at least a flood that, like, flooded the entire Earth at one point. And yeah, yeah. A lot of weird things. And then there's other accounts of Jesus that aren't in the Bible. Like, so, I mean, like, you know, you can't say, you just can't say it's all true or not true. I'm like, you weren't there. It's like when people get like try to debate like how the earth was created in like the universe. I'm like, no one's ever gonna fully 100% verify what happened because right. no one was there, right? And no one living today was there either. So we're never gonna know the actual 100% answer. We can just theorize on what it is and like make some good guesses. I agree with that. So. Like, people are, like, acting like they, it, this is 100% true. I'm like, were you there? Was anyone else there? Yeah, like, those, those literally, yeah, there's no way to, and who was there to, like, write down what God was thinking as he was creating the universe? You know, like, mm-hmm. someone think, literally just made that up. <laughs> say, I'm going to start with heaven and the earth. And, yeah. all right, that's day one. All right, cool. That's and, not for one day. I want to build yeah. the ocean first. I think that's going to be a little bit easier. Don't yeah. make sure the water's not drinkable, though. It's not drinkable. No. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's not drinkable. Yeah. 
There's going to so be a lot of that. people that need it, but it will not be here. <laughs> I have been thinking, like, you know, they talk about, like, let's colonize Mars. So, like, for clean drinking water or something like that. I'm like, we should be able to, like, we can filter seawater, can't we? Yes. Yeah, we need to be able to, I, yeah, I agree with that. No, like, we just do that. We have plenty of that. Right. Got to filter out the trash that we threw in there, but, yeah, we could do it. Yeah, we'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah, that's why I was, like, when people talk about, like, water or stuff like that. I'm like... Let's just figure out, like, a, an efficient way to filter ocean water. Yeah, I, there's so many things that could be, so many things. Like, we would have no more, like, wars involving oil if we could just create engines that could run on fucking salt water, which oh, we have yeah. abundant stuff. Like, I feel there's like, so yeah, much stuff could be fixed by water. That's to hydrogen or something like that? Yeah. There's so much that could be fixed by just taking out of the earth as well, like, 70% water or something like that? Or yeah, like our bodies. Yeah, yeah, we, I don't know, there, a lot could be fixed if we would, but that goes into the whole, you know, I've read stuff of there being people who invent, like, an engine that runs on water, and they go missing, you know, stuff like that. <laughs> like, we can't and, have that, we gotta use the uh, limited supplies. Right, right. That's why I wonder, uh, yeah, if they actually did release the water engine or whatever, it's not like a Joe Rogan podcast now, Uh yeah. <laughs> like they did release like a water engine. Like what would that mean for gas prices? And that's why I think like, why don't we, you know, if we move to solar panels, mm-hmm. like, like if we just get solar panels in everyone's homes and like everyone's house is like self-sustaining, you know, with electricity, like right. what would, what would that mean? Like get rid of the electric company, like Nashville electric service. Yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah. That'd be great. <laughs> So, but I don't know. I don't know. There's always rich people always find a way to screw poor people. Yeah, that that's uh, that's definitely I think something that I've. It's a really hard pill to swallow, but I think I've swallowed like in a sense of like, for example, like when Bernie was running, and he's like, "I'm going to get in there, and I'm going to you know change all this stuff." The hardest pill to swallow is no way would the system let someone come in. And redo the system. Yeah, I mean, like, I it's support it, but it, it, uh, it didn't seem like... Maybe, like if you maybe would have got one or two things, like, that a lot of people like. I just, yeah, I think the, like, the people, like, the powers that be that are, like, way up there, are, they're, they're just too powerful, and it's very unfortunate, but I don't think there's any way of some new guy, some new hotshot, coming in not the burning was a new guy or a hot shot but like anyone coming in and like i mean think about it if you're some rich greedy asshole would you let yeah. would you let me come in and redo your thing so you make less money no fucking yeah. way no yeah, way it's, it's pretty yeah it's pretty straightforward like rich people they run the world in our government yeah yeah it's important to I don't know. It, you know, it's important to like, you know, I voted for him in the primaries and stuff, like show that you support this guy, but then it, it just would, it, it would, it would have just never happened. No way would it have ever happened. I he, like he's actually been, the only uh, politician I've ever gone to go see speak. Yeah. I wish I would have like got to see him. You know, I've been telling people like, look, you, you should feel good about voting for Joe Biden. Just don't act excited about it. Just Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, to me, uh, I'm not, I will say I'm not voting for Joe Biden. I'm just voting against Trump. That's, what I, that's yeah. all I'm doing. Best thing. Like, I, 
I have, I have, I do not think that that man is fit to be president either, but he would be less shitty and less. Mm-hmm. I, there's just been such a social tear since Trump has been office. And that's been the biggest thing for me that I can talk about. Like, you know, you can talk about, oh, he did this, well, it's better for the economy, blah, blah, whatever. But if you completely ignore the whole coronavirus thing, I have not witnessed in my life really any big drastic change from any president mm-hmm. financially. But I will I, say there's been a giant social tear since that man has, since he started running mm-hmm. that I've never witnessed before. I've been telling people with Joe Biden, I think the pros really do outweigh the cons and the figure out that I feel like Joe well, I Biden. Talking, I was talking about Trump. I mean, when I was saying that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Okay, I can feel yeah, that. Yeah. Um, but with Joe, it's kind of, he surrounds himself with pretty good people. Yeah. It seems like like he Barack Obama picked him as a vice president. Right. Like you think about that for a second. And then like you think about like people he's going to appoint like me, like uh, Supreme Court justices uh, and you got other people like uh, cabinet members. Right. And then, like Kamala Harris is pretty cool. Uh, so it's just like you think about that, like those people, like the really important people, like he's going to choose, like that's enough to like make me like, yep, I'm going to vote for him and I'm pretty happy about it. I'm not excited, but I'm yeah, not going to act excited. To be realistic, like the president himself or herself doesn't have, you know, like a lot of it's the people that they're surrounded by, which you're right. And that, you know, I would much rather have Joe in there, even though he can't put a sentence together sometimes. He's surrounded by, he'll be surrounded by people if you can and that are mm-hmm. going to do good progressive things instead of backtracking everything. Yeah. You know. So I'm, that's just my opinion on everything. No, I agree, I agree with it. Yeah, like I'm, I'm voting for Joe, but I don't... It was, it was like how I did with Hillary. I didn't want to vote for Hillary, but I did. Yeah. You just do it. Yeah, I just don't just, want Trump in there. He's just as bad for... I don't know. It just made people Planet Earth. Yeah, Planet Earth in general. Yeah, he's such a divisive character, and he's so he's such a powerful. Just the name is so. There's so much power behind that name because it's like it seems like there are very very few to almost no people who are like in the middle with that guy. It's like people are either like I fucking love Trump, fuck these fuck these libs. Or people are just like, fuck everything he's ever done, ever. You know, he's like, he's such a weird character. He gets mm-hmm. people worked up just like that. Just saying his name gets people so worked up. It was yeah. like I uh, had shared, there was something, there was, you know, there was something that he passed that he did like an executive order thing of bringing insulin down to like pennies per day. And I shared that. I was like, this, wow, this, this is fucking great. And then I still had people like, Fuck Trump, blah, blah, I'm like, man, you can't even... Okay, yes, fuck Trump, but why do you gotta... You did something good here. You can't even acknowledge yeah, that. You can, you can <laughs> shut up for, like, five minutes. Yeah, like, there are people it. dying of this. You complain, this, complain about this the bad things. Thing. Yeah, yeah. So, well, let's, let's raise the mood. Have you ever been to Femboy Hooters? <laughs> no, but I actually just went to Hooters for the first time uh, on Saturday. Ooh. But I bet it was nothing like this. Hello. Welcome to Femboy Hooters. I might be fat as fuck, but I'm still throw it back like a dumpster truck. Oh no. <laughs> so so that was that like your experience at Real Hooters? 
Um, that was kind of how I look after I left Hooters. Mm-hmm. I had like 16 wings. They were delicious. Your wings are good. I saw like a grandma post. It took my grandson out to Hooters to see some ass and might as well just show him mine. And they're, they're all like no ass. Oh, <laughs> no, the, uh, the waitresses there were very attractive. Oh, nice, nice, uh, nice ladies. I always feel awkward. Like, cause they're being nice to you because it's their job. And I'm like, and then there's like that part of me is like, maybe she really likes me. Yeah. Like in the back of my mind, I'm like, maybe she really, maybe really does like me. And then like, I'm like, no, maybe she just being friendly and being nice. And she knows too, the nicer she is to you, the more of a tip she's going to get. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I always just do. Well, I always do like 15%. So okay, see, I work in the industry. So I start at 20, even if you start okay. 20, I sometimes yeah, 15 and then I might round it up to the nearest dollar. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I just, there's a very, very real, very true. At least for me, there's a very real karma that happens. Like if I go out and I buy a round and I tip that bartender really well, Next day I work, I'm going to get an awesome tip. Like, it's like, it comes right Karma, back. yeah. It's really weird. It's, it's very, like, it's very real. I know with bars, what I like to do, um, tip a lot at first, like, for each round. Like, get a good one, so then the bartender likes you. And then, yeah. you know, do your normal, do a normal amount. Yeah. So. See, I, I, I would just, I just do, like, I'll just start a tab and pay at the end. Because drunk me can get way too generous with tipping. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, I do want you to make money, but also, man, if I just got off my shift and I gave my entire <laughs> money to you to tip you, I shouldn't do that. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I, I, yeah, I like it when the machine like does the math for you. It's, it's just what twenty percent is. I'm like, all right, I'll just choose that because I don't want. Yeah, think right that, now. that's nice. Yes, I like that. I'm like, cool, lazy people. It could not even be twenty percent. It could be like thirty percent, and you just say it's twenty. I'm like, all right, I'll. You would, yeah, no that. One, especially after a couple beers or uh, yeah. Back- I'm just like I'm too lazy right now to care. So, yeah, a lot Which of decisions I make are just for being lazy. Just for laziness, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. What's your uh, drink of choice? Uh, Moscow Mule. Okay, all right. So, it is yeah, my super refreshing. I, I want to say it's my signature drink. I'll like sometimes make like a diet version where it's diet tonic water, and I make like a sugar-free ginger syrup, and then. Uh, you know, mix it with vodka. It's like low carb. There's some, okay. and the only calories you count are from the vodka. So, yeah. So, okay. Little fat guy seekers right there. Yeah. And uh, a real fat guy seeker, if you're sitting in the chair backwards, covers your gut. There you go. Okay. That's the Fair Garth not. Brooks documentary on uh, Netflix. All right. <laughs> so, so I, uh, let me see here. I'll find you one more. I'll, I'm not going to keep you for the entire night. So let me see if I have a, a talk to take us out with. Uh, All right. But uh, let me see here. I've shown you most of the good one. But uh, I just want to make sure that uh, you continue to work hard and uh, follow your dreams. And this is what this video uh, is all about. Okay. I've learned in my short time on Earth that things are not usually as much about talent as they are determination and hard work. Very few things in life come without a commitment and without dedication to the cause. Hone your craft. Practice. 
Work on your dreams and carry your dreams into the day your dreams carry you. Sure, you may have some mistakes. You may have some failures along the way. But don't let those be discouraging. Use those failures as stepping stones to do better the next time. Always remember, friends, never give up on your dreams. And uh, I should watch that every morning. Every morning, yeah, I've been doing that too. So yeah. where can we check your stuff out at? Socials, uh, OnlyFans link, uh, yeah. everything else? Yeah, yeah. Um, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, it's all Miller and the Hunks. Uh, pretty much all the online streaming stuff, Spotify, Apple Music, all that stuff, Miller and the Hunks. Um, we just put out a new single. We're going to definitely try to get at least... I'm going to say we're going to shoot for two more singles out by the end of the year. And then nice. um, we're going to actually go into the studio to do an EP here soon, a six-track EP. So hopefully here soon you'll have at least you know two singles and a six-track EP. But definitely at least, at least one more single by the end of the year. And then a six-track EP coming out probably in the first couple of months of next year. So. Awesome. Well, I'm looking forward to it. You stay awesome. Come back on the show. Yeah, thanks you want. for having me, man. I, I really enjoyed it. I know. Hope I haven't scarred you for life with all the TikToks. And, uh, no, I love it. <laughs> I have the dangerous ones that I didn't show you. So uh, we'll take it easy, man. All right? Save that for next time. Mm-hmm. All right. Bye. All right. Thanks, man. Have a good night. Bye. Micah. Hey you, you just finished a full episode of the Schwegcast. I hope your brain cells don't hurt. Uh, if you want to support this show financially in the best way possible, go check us out on Patreon for $5 a month. You, yes, you can get ad-free episodes of the Schwegcast and is the best way to personally support me and this channel.